Hello and welcome to Cutting Through the Bull in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben, as always, I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Michael. Hello. Why Michael this uh, week? I don't know, I guess I'll stop it up. <laughs> okay, Benjamin. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. you <laughs> <laughs> started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Michael's better than Benjamin. You know, Benjamin's uh, all good. It's not. Michael anyway. means one who is like God. Wow. <laughs> who told you that? Apparently it does. Was that, oh, a, face, was that a Facebook keyring. word thing? Yeah, yeah. a keyring that you bought from a, for a <laughs> gift shop in Wales somewhere. Oh, well, that's obviously oh. to be trusted. Oh, yeah. Really, it means you are the son of God. Yeah. Next to all them bought ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need more bought license plates in the gift shop. <laughs> uh, why is my brain full of Simpsons fucking quotes? It's fucking stupid. Have you been watching a lot of Simpsons? No, I used to remember them a lot. Anyway. Uh, let's get on with it. Let's get on with it. This week we are talking about the Freemasons. Um, are they a bunch of old men who just like to hang around together and get drunk? Or are they secretly running the world? Who knows? Who knows? We're going to try and find out. We should attempt to cut to the quick of it. <laughs> Indubitably. <laughs> yes. Cut the cut of your chip, sir. <laughs> right, um, but first we do some weird news that we found on the internet this week. And um, we'll talk about that for sort of, I don't know, half an hour, 45 minutes. Then we'll go back to the Masons. Yes. We'll dive deep into the Masons. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, we're going deep. Yeah, deep in a mason. So, what's the weird news this week? From around the world. I found this one quite interesting. Being a, a follically challenged man myself, <laughs> um, apparently bald men are more intelligent and masculine. <laughs> <laughs> Spurious claims. <laughs> so I thought, you know, I thought I should point this out to you two guys. Um, what's this based on? I don't know, scroll Although, down. Although, the most masculine man who ever lived, Hulk Hogan, he's actually quite bald. <laughs> he is, he's got so. a skullet, I mean. Yeah. You respect that skullet. I do respect that skullet. Good, he's wonderful. <laughs> Over three studies. Oh, shit. Yeah, led by Albert E. Manns, 59 participants were shown pictures of men with full heads of hair and another of them with their hair digitally shaved off. He found the bald versions of the men were perceived by participants as more dominant, masculine and confident, taller and stronger than they actually were. They associate it with skinheads, like a violent thug. Those are good traits. Mm, the Rock's bald. Dominant, masculine and confident. The I. Rock's bald. Look like a racist skinhead thug. <laughs> Are you calling The Rock a racist skinhead thug? <laughs> no, I'm calling Bruce you. Willis a racist skinhead thug. Well... Maybe. <laughs> He's an old white American dude. Steve Austin? Again, an old white American dude from South Texas, possibly. But yeah, he is a badass. Yeah. Um, Pep Guardiola, Man City manager? I would like to know, what is the hair status of the man who conducted this study and released these results? Yeah. Well, that I don't know. Because... Um, I'm guessing he was bald. So... I think you make. I think you make. That's a spurious assumption. And it makes you look taller. That's a trick of an eye because the hair's gone. You can see more head, and it goes up. More dome shapes. <laughs> yeah, you look more like a cone. <laughs> <laughs> so 
a bit of a difference between Pep Guardiola and a cone head. <laughs> the Rock's got a bit of a pointy head, I'll give you that. Uh, Robert Earnshaw. Robert Earnshaw wasn't bald, he had hair. He was bald. No, he wasn't. He's bald now. Well, maybe he had an alien head. <laughs> That's not fair one. <laughs> Wow, what a reference. I never thought that name would come up on this. <laughs> Robert Earnshaw. <Yeah. laughs> he does it look like a, a human alien hybrid, though, a bit. <laughs> right, so you're buying this study, are you then? I'm, I'm fully behind um, Dr. Matt. Well, I don't think he's a doctor, but he's certainly uh, a researcher. There is a book, though. Yeah. Bald patches. Oh, yeah, everyone gets them. Seen as less attractive and weaker. Yeah, but you know, I'd be usually... The Mr Burns look. The Mr Burns look's not good. Oh, Hulk Hogan again is the catch-22 in that situation. Yeah, well, that's why he always wears a bandana. Mm. Mama did raise me I think skullets are different though, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, it's like... They it's... elevate you above another level. <laughs> <laughs> is a skullet above or below a mullet? Oh, it's above. It's definitely above. It takes balls. To <laughs> it, does, it does, actually. It takes more balls to have a skullet than it does to have a mullet, doesn't it? It's like, you're just loud and proud saying, I refuse to not have my hair. <laughs> my hair will not go quietly into the night. <laughs> or I'm mentally unwell and I refuse to accept the reality of this situation. <laughs> or you're either one of the greatest wrestlers who ever lived, or yeah. the greatest playwright who ever lived, Will Shakespeare had a skullet. Well, there you go. Hulk Hogan, one of the greatest professional wrestlers ever, and greatest humans ever. Humans? Yes, moving on. <laughs> all right, because we could be here all night discussing. That's probably an episode in itself. What about from the Leicester Mercury, Ben? Oh yeah, man declares he is now attracted to men after taking painkillers. And this guy actually. Saw That's what why I've been sucking dicks. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, it reads like he's either bi and doesn't want to admit it, or he's some like bloke on. He's mad. He's got a missus. And he's like on grinder, like in a relationship with a woman, but desperately gagging for a cock as his title, because it's just. It's a painkiller's base. <laughs> he went on. He went on to one of the morning TV shows. Um, I forget which one it was. I saw the. I saw a just clip. Just admit it to you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Saw a clip of it, and, and there was a you know there was like a show. Some doctor will come in on it on these talk shows, don't yeah. they? Some friendly doctor, you know, one in the uh, uh, that one who does. The one where the people get naked and have just gross bodies. Hello, um, you poor embarrassing bodies. That's it. Yeah, oh, there's that doctor no. on there, and he's kind of friendly and chatty, and they get him on these kind of shit, don't they? Okay. And in the one they had on was gay, and he's like this. So this guy's like, oh yeah, I'm no gay after he's taken these painkillers. He goes, well, I've taken them painkillers. I didn't get any gayer. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, it doesn't make that much sense if he's already. He's not a good test no, is not. he? No. If he's already gay. But um so how does this man um does he have any rationale? Um he, his claims? Well he's dumped his girlfriend of six uh, uh, he's dumped his girlfriend of six months after taking preg pregabarlin and realising he was attracted to men. He says the drug, which is also known as li li Lyrica, was given to him after he broke his foot in a go kart accident earlier this year. He said that uh, the drug had made him more open and not bothered what people think or say. That doesn't mean you have to go straight <laughs> to sucking. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, who is unemployed and currently lives with his housemate in Louth, Lincolnshire, said, I noticed my libido for women had gone and I was wanting male attention. I was with a girlfriend I'd been for around six months. I'd never been interested in men. When I was younger, I was a little bit curious. Oh, here we go. There's the truth of it. I was a little bit curious. Yeah. 
I didn't. I didn't take up the arse in an alley behind Iceland. I swear. Well, I, I didn't really repress it until I was in my mid twenties. Well, what? How did the painkillers cause? Oh, he said they made him more open. I guess. Yeah. But that doesn't mean gay. But anyway, good for him. But I just wish. Why has he got a compensation? Gas compensation culture. He's unemployed. He wants a payout. <sighs> Fuck this guy. He wants to go to Brighton on holiday. I've been taking it for a few weeks and I came to the realisation that when I took it, I wanted males. It did come as a shock to people. I posted it on Facebook. I didn't tell them the reason why, but I just said to them, I'm open. I'm gay. Scott had been taking codeine until January this year, but had been experiencing negative side effects, like cucks in his bum. <laughs> so his GP prescribed him pregabalin, whatever it is. Uh, I'm not angry, he said, because it's made me who I am. Well, why oh, are you fucking in the so press? why are you moaning about it then? Yeah, why are you in the press blaming this painkiller? What's the point? Because yeah, he is blaming the painkiller, but if yeah. it's made him who he is, you should be grateful for the painkiller. Yeah, and if it's who you are, if the drug's causing it, then it's not really who you are, because yes. you're not the same, because when the drug wears off, your personality will restore back to its natural balance, and then if you don't still desire cocks, then you're not who you are. Yeah, so, you do, so just, he's full of... It's full of shit. Full of shit, yeah. 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 <laughs> don't do a shape shit. <laughs> Sorry. Mm. Sorry. Childish, terrible joke. I mean, it's, you know, just clarify, we've nothing against it. If he wants to come out and be gay, that's fine. It's yeah, not an blue. issue for anyone. It only seems to be an issue to him who's blaming the drug. Yeah, I'm just, that's my only problem with it. Don't blame the drug. Yeah. Just, it's safe, come out, you'll be alright. And to blame the drug, you're attention seeking fuck. Yeah, looking for a payout. Yeah. We're moving on? Yep. Yeah. Here's some Devon Live. Jesus is an alien from the planet <laughs> Venus, claimed Devon Hill worshippers. Uh, well, that explains it all. Yeah. Although he didn't tell me, I knew he was Jesus and that he had come from the planet Venus. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so this is someone was on, some bloke bumped into someone. Into some, oh, he could be Even though the surface temperature of Venus is about 280 degrees C. Mm, I, I, yeah. Well, Anyone wearing some factor 50 million sunblocks <laughs> going to have a fucking bad day, aren't they? Well... I feel that this story is, has a similarity to the last one in that somebody somewhere is on some very powerful drugs in this story. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. not necessarily good fun drugs like psychiatric drugs if <laughs> they are required by law to take in, in order to be on release. Mm. Uh, but what have they got to say? Please well, enlighten me, boys. An international spiritual organisation which believes Jesus was an extraterrestrial being from the planet Venus is planning its next pilgrimage at a, quote, holy mountain in Devon. The Ethereum Society was founded in the mid-1950s by an ex-taxi driver, George King, oh, who sake. says a voice told him he was to be the earthly representative of an interplanetary parliament. Schizophrenia. Wouldn't they just get someone who's a bit more qualified than a taxi driver? Yeah. I mean, I know taxi drivers, you know, they pick up gossip and that, you know, but... Well, they know their way around, don't they? They do. But, again, yeah, I, or maybe that's the idea, you know, it's the working man, an honest man. Maybe he's the best candidate, but... So Vrilly's, basically, this is Vrilly's boys, isn't it, effectively? Mm. Jesus was on that mm -hmm. thing, so... Yeah, it's just someone better. I guess pick someone better. Mr King, who died in 1997, claims to have had an unusual encounter with Master Jesus at Holdstrand Down near Coombe Martin in 1958. Oh, that's convenient. He popped there. Didn't go to Westminster <laughs> or anything, just, you know... Mm. 
Zaji organises regular pilgrimage to the site at Holston Dome, while we're next to which were with the next taking place on Saturday, July twenty eighth, for what is called Operation Prayer Power. On their website, the Society say that Operation Prayer Power is a cosmic mission devised by George King in which spiritual power is invoked through prayer and mantra and directed into a specially designed physical container for later release. So they're farting into a jar and saving it, effectively. <laughs> what a pile of tosh. Yeah. Uh, speaking in a previous documentary, Mr. King, the, the taxi driver, described the experience of meeting Jesus at the top of Holston Down Hill. He said, It was very, very windy at the top of Holston Down. As a matter of fact, it was quite dark by this time. <laughs> so how did you know it was him? Dimly, out of the corner of my eye, I saw something in the sky. Then I saw a being which kind of appeared before me. I didn't see him walk up to me. I opened my eyes and he was there. That's probably why it was so dark as I should. <laughs> he was very tall. He was dressed in a long robe. He had long brownish hair. There was so much radiance about the man. I knew, although he didn't tell me, I knew that he was Jesus and he had come from the planet Venus. I didn't have to be told. I just knew this. I think it was some sort of telepathic impression that I picked up. There was no denying it, and there was no denying his presence. Of course, well, there is a denying it, and we're denying it. <laughs> I'm fucking denying it right now. Mr. King said Jesus had arrived in a spacecraft and had sent power through himself to Mr. King and into the mountaintop at Holston Down. In the documentary, he said that he was told later by interplanetary sources <laughs> that this mountain was holy. Interplanetary sources? Oh, my God. An email from an alien? The <laughs> <laughs> calling occupants of interplanetary craft. Uh, that's why we use Holston Dome, because we really believe that it is holy. The society continues this tradition to this day with July's meeting followed by a social event at a nearby venue, so <laughs> presumably the local mental facility. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope so. <laughs> They could all get the medicine they need. Exactly. And the treatment they deserve. Exactly, yeah. Oh, uh, so, yeah, so what do you reckon, boys? Well, Jesus in Devon? It's absolute fucking cod's wallet, uh, isn't it? I mean... Yeah. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sold, yeah. yeah. I think some taxi driver met Jesus on top of a hill. <laughs> Didn't say, I think it was just... What, what if he just some nutter out walking exactly. around in his fucking bathtub? Yeah. Bathroom. Exactly. He didn't say anything, and he says... I didn't see him, he didn't walk up to me, I opened my eyes and he was there. Just because you didn't see him walk up to you doesn't mean that he didn't, you just might not have noticed. So, um, do you know what I mean? Uh, oh, everything about this is, um, is shit. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't agree with it. It's like anything, isn't it? <laughs> I want it to be banned. I want these people banned. And the picture that we could see on the website, there was quite a lot of people stood there, wasn't there? I'd say about 50 or so, yeah. yeah. That's oh. not bad for something like that. God. We tried to organise a rock night, we got three people turn up. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Some nights, didn't we even know when no one showed up? Uh, I don't know, I think three was the, the least. Yeah. Three. Even so. So 50 people <laughs> showed up to that. People. Were these three people three of your friends? Or well, yeah. <laughs> Facebook friends. <laughs> oh, well. Three's better than none. Yeah. I'd have turned up if I'd have known. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Not sure if I invited you, actually, on Facebook. <laughs> I can't promise. I doubt you would You can't. <laughs> Don't come in with three people, man. <laughs> 
That wasn't our worst. Yeah. But so do you get fifty but the point is do you get fifty yeah. people to show up to like Jesus turned up on this hill and he was an alien from Venus, that's all yeah. stand around and channel our prayers into a jar. Yeah. Which we're then gonna seal and periodic release. I mean That's just it, it's They've done better than us. It's snake oil salesmanship. It's bullshit. It's painful. It's offensive to me. And I wanna burn them. I wanna burn them. <laughs> I wanna open their jar. And go and inhale it. <laughs> Fuck you! And, and throw it off a cliff. I was taking a dump in the jar. And hopefully they'd follow it. They'd follow it like lemmings. And launch it off the cliff. And That's really go, no, dark. No, no. And just fucking splat on the rocks. That's pretty dark, man. <laughs> well, you know. Right, I'll um, say Jesus from Venus told me he didn't speak. I just knew. <laughs> <laughs> Prove me wrong in court. <laughs> Allegedly. Yes. I um, so, is that it for the... Yeah. Do you want to do a bit more at the end, if we have time? Yeah. So let's uh, go with the Freemasons. And I would like to introduce this piece by the, the one that really sort of... I thought to myself, wow, that's kind of like the Freemasons. <laughs> let's put it on. And it's worth listening to. It is amazing. So uh, I will, I will we'll open with The Simpsons and The Stonecutters. Classic episode. Classic part of episode here. But you'll know it if you love The Simpsons. All stonecutters must take the leap of faith. If you survive this five-story plunge, your character will be proven. <laughs> Happy landings! <laughs> This ritual is called crossing the desert. And this we call the unblinking eye. Hey, have you ever noticed that the crossing the desert is a lot like the unblinking eye? It's exactly like the wreck of the Hesperus. And now the final ordeal, the paddling of the swollen ass with paddles. And by the sacred parchment, I swear that if I reveal the secrets of the stonecutter, may my stomach become loaded and my head be plucked of all but three days. Um, I think you should have to take it different, though. Everyone takes the same oath. <laughs> Welcome to the club number 908. You have joined the sacred order of the stonecutters, who since ancient times have split the rocks of ignorance that obscure the light of knowledge and truth. Now let's all get drunk. Who controls the British crown? Who keeps the metric system down? We do. We do. Who is it let us off the maps? Who keeps the Martians under wraps? We do. We do. Who holds back the electric car? Who makes it Of their sight, who rigged every Oscar night? We do, we do. Right now, I want into that club. Yeah. <laughs> well, become a Freemason. Who did make Steve Gutenberg a star? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I want to know. <laughs> sure, as fuck wasn't Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> 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 so yeah, that was kind of my first thing. It was, uh, 
that's quite masonic as it's intended yeah. to be obviously so was that the sort of first inkling any of you had like oh is that what's what's that about and I, were you intrigued to look into that kind of thing further or? it had to be this i imagine i suppose now that i think about it yeah because this would have come out that's one of the early seasons isn't it yeah uh, so i'd have actually been quite young when that came out so i wouldn't have known what the fuck a free basin was so yeah this would have been but then i wouldn't have known a stone cutter was a freemason so i don't really know when they yeah, well, you'd have watched it later on and been interviewing. Yeah, yeah, you know I, I, mean? so. I, I did, probably didn't see that when it, mm. when it was first aired. I probably saw it later on as a rerun, mm. I'd imagine. So it's cause it is quite an early season. That yeah. yeah, it's... Um, I don't know what I heard of them. I realise now, seeing their little uniforms, though, that I've seen them and not known what they were, but in the past I have, like, at parades and things like that, you know? What, people dress as... Uh, There'll be a little line of them. You know the gold thing that they wear around, Oh, and the apron. And the, what's this? The ceremonial garb. Is that the mayor? Well, I've seen what I thought, because I've seen the mayor dressed mm. like that, but I've seen a line of them. Ah, oh, see. And I remember thinking, that's a lot of mayors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some kind of mayor gathering. Yeah, like, it's like a gang of mayors. But um, <laughs> I realised now it was the Masons. Oh, I, I can't remember what kind of parade it was. Or, it was something, you know. Well, no doubt there was a ritual sacrifice at the end. Yes, it was just just yeah. before my indoctrination. Uh, after I had to drink the piss, the rancid piss of, uh, of fifty businessmen <laughs> in robes, uh, and um, then carry a cherry betwixt your butt cheeks around yeah. a small obstacle course. <laughs> and then eat the cherry after. Uh, that was my favourite bit. <laughs> oh. Would you like to know a sort of uh, abridged history of the Freemasons, where this sort of shit started? Go on then. Let <laughs> 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 me refer to it as shit, because yeah, you know. Do we have much choice? It <laughs> sounds like a good place to, like oh, a yeah. place to start. So, let's start. Let's start well, I'll, I'll go forward and I'll go a little bit back. It makes sense, trust me. Where's your animated cat? Who's <laughs> <laughs> actually Will Wasn't that actually Will Smith? Back. No, it was an animated cat. Yeah, but wasn't it meant to be Will Smith? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're about. <laughs> that sound, two steps forward, three steps Never back. Never heard it. I bet I'm not doing it justice, but I bet if we could play it, you'd know it. Yeah, yeah. In the video, she's she's dancing with an animated cat. Yeah, it for, was in the eighties for no real funny. reason. Yeah, just because they could, and she was hot. Not the cat. The cat's a cat. The cat was male, I think. Yeah, that, that's yeah. what I mean. <laughs> you haven't taking that painkiller off you. <laughs> Cats. <laughs> yeah, you haven't been taking animal painkillers, have you? <laughs> so we've got ketamine again. I just have fucking male cats. <laughs> Chester <don't>... Hyde. <laughs> um, you haven't seen him for a while, have you? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> he's in my bed. <laughs> I hate to have done that to you. Oh, he is. Hey, he's speaking the devil. <laughs> Didn't mean it, Chester. <laughs> I would never fuck you. Anyway, <laughs> this podcast does not condone animal sex. No. Don't let him rape you, Chester. <laughs> I won't. Claws are too sharp. Yeah. Sorry, oh. should we talk about the <laughs> we talk about the fucking Freemasons, please? Um, all right. So, in its modern day form, <laughs> yeah. Freemasonry, the um, organised establishment of lodges began in the Middle Ages. Right? Mm. But the first Grand Lodge, which kind of so drew in a few other smaller lodges in towards it. It was in London in 1717. 
It was based on King Solomon's temple, as are all Freemason lodges uh-huh. to some point. Mm-hmm. And that is? And that is because... Now, what is the King Solomon's temple? Oh, King Solomon's temple was the original temple on Temple Mount, and apparently it was a... a I'm not sure if it was one of the wonders of the world or not, mm. but it was... Um, Oh, it's the centre of the, the You know the Wailing Wall in, in Jerusalem, where the Jews go yeah, to pray? Yeah. That's the last remaining wall of that temple. Okay. So it, it was destroyed, and, then, and now I think that the. Um, I'm, I don't know what it is now, now actually. But anyway. It's probably. Starbucks. It could be a mosque <laughs> on it. could be anything. I do know the answer to that, and I can't think it off the top of my head. Sorry. Um, yeah, so. But anyway, the point the point then. is, King Solomon's Temple contained mm-hmm. the um, Ark of the Covenant, the original Ten Commandments, possibly even the Holy Grail. Uh, there was stuff, so and it was uh, yeah. see, as it was, it was as Jerusalem was invaded and fought over all these years. Yeah. It was destroyed. So something was built on top of it. That was destroyed. Something else was built on top of it. That was destroyed. Mm-hmm. So, but we go back further than that, a lot further to the Haliwan manuscript and the Regis poem, which dates between 1390 and 1425. That's a long time ago. It is. It's like a thousand years, isn't it? I can, and then we go back further than that. What was the date? 1390 or 1425. Where it came to England during the reign of King Athelstan in 894 that's before the Norman Conquest. And then we go back again. 323 to 283 BC, which is um, a Greek mathematician, the inventor of geometry, Euclid. Uh, he was in Egypt oh, and yeah. he made a brief history in its introduction, stating that the craft of masonry began with him in Egypt. So you, you want to build stuff? Because this is what the masons are. They are builders. They're stone masons. They're... So the aliens built the pyramids? Well, no, they didn't. They helped. No, they, they helped. didn't. Well, they provided the vibrational... I know this from the David Oak book that I read. Um, uh, so <laughs> oh, I can speak with confidence on this. Um, <laughs> they had vibrational technology where they can move massive stones right. just without any sort of equipment, just like with your hands like waving. Oh, that's fantastic. And manipulating big... That's how Stonehenge was built, how the pyramids were right, built. Right, nothing to do with lots of blokes just pulling ropes and no, stuff like that. No, nothing to do with whips and slave labour and torture, nothing. Imagine no. wanking with vibrating hands. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thinking out loud there. <laughs> Stop trying to put your dick in everything we talk about, bro. <laughs> I thought it was sailing around the multiverse as it come back. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, so that's how the stone. That's the cat. The noises you can hear with the cat destroying our setup, but we don't mind because he lives here. Um, He's got the, the show mascot along with Satan. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so yeah, it started. Sorry, back to um, the subject. It it started kind of as a, a union, didn't it? Like Effectively, a, 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 yeah. With a with an important Boys these big school. religious. Well, they, no, not even like so. These big religious places being built. These sacred places, but who builds them? People, only certain people have the knowledge yeah. through the finer bits, you know, and they must have realised, hey, we're maybe not being treated right, we should band together. Because I don't know. The, but the thing is, they were, they weren't so much slaves, they were highly paid craftsmen. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, to get to that level, you have to be an apprentice. So you would leave home at eight or nine mm. to go and study with a master, very much like a Jedi. Wow. And then... Or a Sith. So once you've learned... Or a Sith. Or once you've picked up so much off him, when you get to your sort of late teens, maybe 20, yeah. you go off and you become a journeyman. Okay. Right? And you spend... So you become a Jedi Knight at that point. Right. And you spend your time going round... Building stuff. Learning your craft until you're ready to make that sort of showpiece item that makes you into a master. Right. But it's no longer that now, is it? It's not, not just Masons, is it? No, but I mean, it could be anything. It could be like... Um, but, um, Anything, anything that requires a skilled tra trade, you could be a mason for. You could be a master blacksmith, a plumber, maybe <laughs> pimp, <laughs> master pimp. <laughs> there was the pimp master general. Yeah. You I need somebody to build me a brothel. <laughs> Sorry, call a stone mason in. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, all them gargoyles that are carved out of that stone. Yeah. On all the cathedrals and beautiful gothic, they were built by stonemasons. That was all big titty, big stone titties. Yes, they are. Pimp my cathedral. Pimp my cathedral. Mike's new show on MTV. Pimp my cathedral. You get stonemasons, but tits everywhere. <laughs> Gargoyles with tits. <laughs> <laughs> and massive cucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most select cathedral, the <laughs> more select clientele. Oh, yeah. my. Welcome to Mike's Cathedral. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do there? Oh, is this part Seven. of your cult? <laughs> no, it's just to do with me. <laughs> oh, so everyone mass wanks, and at the, everyone, at the point of orgasm, all that energy is. Created and it's, it's congealed on the sea. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a lot of just plastic sheeting down, really, wouldn't it? Yeah, we'd have to hose it, hose it off every night. <laughs> oh, <fuck me. laughs> I don't even know where we got to that. No, because oh, we're silly. Yes, <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> a bit like these silly Freemasons. Well, I don't know, they might be, but. It didn't start off as silly rituals and weird handshakes, did it? It was uh, no, it was it's it's uh, yeah, it was based with skilled artisans who kind of were employed for quite, and it was a you know it, you didn't finish something you started on back then. Mm -hmm. You know, if you were building a cathedral, they'd take like 150 years to build. Your son would finish a job, yeah, or maybe even his son. So it was it was like okay. so these guys need to put also the secrecy of it is you don't tell your secrets to people. If you start telling anyone how to do this stuff and tra start training anybody, mm. then your pay goes down because there's more people that can do it. That's very true. Mm. So this is why they banded together in these clubs, or they just became lodges. There you go. Makes sense. It's, yeah. You protect your secrets and you also learn from one another. Oh, I had this problem. Because you, know, you have like engineers as well, some people who are building the stuff, like just the masons. So they're like, well, oh yeah, well I had this problem. Oh, I solved it like that, and they, there's a spread of ideas then. Yeah. Which is easy to see why it kind of ties in with the Illuminati mm. a little bit. It's a bit like the Royal Society, isn't it? Yeah, and well, the first, uh, sorry, the third, uh, Mason Grand Master in this country, was John uh, Theophilus Desaguirres. He was a clergyman, eminent scientist, and fellow of the Royal Society. What was his name again? 
Oh, John. <laughs> I just said just what yeah. he said. He was French. That's what I can't say. Yeah. Some French dude. Yeah. And he was, but he was the, he's known as the father of modern Freemasonry. He was a third grandmaster. You know, he basically reformed it or organised it to a point. Because even though they're not, we were talking about our that they're not, they don't have a central structure. They they're all, independent of They them. all do yeah. communicate with one another. They're like McDonald's franchises. <laughs> Literally, like, you know, you get the lodge, the name, and the, you know. Ronald McDonald, the 33rd degree. Mason, probably. <laughs> yeah, he probably is actually. <laughs> He's very powerful. Well, whoever the whoever the, who was the guy that founded McDonald's, you guarantee he was probably a Mason. Let's face Mr. it. Mr. McDonald. Whatever. Ronald McDonald founded it. What are you on about? That's what I thought it was. Yeah. I didn't think his the name clown. was Ronald. The clown. The clown didn't. No, he didn't. The clown yes, didn't do did. it. It's his magical burger. Oh right. Okay. All right. Oh, is this like a Santa thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh right, yeah, Ronald. yeah. Ronald started it all, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was a thirty-three degree mason. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Probably. On <laughs> <laughs> a close relation to Jesus, I imagine. <laughs> Maybe. I'm just kidding. Fuck. <laughs> what about that alien from Venus? <laughs> oh, well, him. Yeah, I wonder if he tried at McDonald's and then fucked off because he was like, "Fuck this." <laughs> got a franchise on Venus. Yeah, the food, is, <laughs> no, the food is literally better on Venus, and nothing exists there because it's on fire. Well, you said it's quite hot. Yeah, pretty hot. Yeah, babies <laughs> will be shit there. <laughs> I think it's the hottest planet in our, in our solar system. Uh, well, maybe that's why Jesus came here from there. But he looked like. Anyway, that's that's getting back to the news story. Yeah, really. that's yeah. Nothing to do with masons. So the first lodge in London was 1723. It spreads. We end up with uh, the first one in France, 1728. Germany in the 1740s. Russia, 1732. And finally, America, 1733, it spreads over there. Okay. That's early for America. Mm. There's a colony there. Yeah, there have been colonies there. Yeah, it wasn't. America didn't exist then. It was the 13 colonies, and the French were there, yeah. and the Brit Spanish were there. Mm. Yeah. But it was very much the um, settler period, wasn't it? You had the colonies, but that was. Yeah, the pilgrims. Yeah. Um, so we go pretty much uh, all of the founding fathers of the US were Masons. George Washington wore his Masonic garb for the laying of the White House's foundation ceremony. So he turned up with his apron and his gold chain, along with all well, the others. So that, got a list that, of Pimp Cain. Pimp Cain. <laughs> I've got a list I'll read out later of uh, all, uh, I think it's like 14 presidents were um, uh, yeah. full on Mason. Yeah. So, that's his, so that gives them a seat of power because he's still going to go to his local lodge. Yeah, yeah. Go on, do you want to give it a snag, guys? If you got uh, the list of presidents. Yeah, man. Uh, here we go. So, list of presidents who were Masonic, starting with the um, oldest chronologically. So, George Washington. Yep, turned up in his gear. James Monroe, Andrew Jackson, James K. Polk, James Buchanan, Andrew Johnson, James A. Garfield, William McKinley. Theodore Roosevelt, William H. Taft, Warren G. Harding, Franklin D. Roosevelt, Harry S. Truman, and the last one, George... Oh, Gerald R. Ford, sorry. Not George Bush. He was well, and Bones, he wasn't. Oh, he? of course he was, yeah. They, they get lumped in with this a lot, don't they? Yeah. I don't know much Different about society, Bones. Yeah, but it's, it's so that like kind of... Frat boy, similar thing. Mm, yeah, but you had to do They're the ones who do Bohemian Grove and all that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, so they tie into that. Yeah. Well, and we were just saying, the guy who built 
He was just, well, responsible for building and designing the actual city of Washington was a mason and it's got Masonic symbols and things Obelisks. heavily built into it. A lot of the buildings and even the actual layout yep. of the city. So maybe we were hobnobbing. Yep. Maybe we were up there with the, the powerful of this world back then. How many presidents are we on now? What's, it, what's, what's Trump? You, 45th, is so he? So 45th and there's 14 have been... Masons, and I'm pretty confident the others would have been a member of something or other, wouldn't they? Like Skull and Bones, or some cunt told me yesterday I look like Donald Trump's son. <laughs> Fuck you. That's <laughs> harsh, man. <laughs> I thought so. That's yeah. pretty harsh. Yeah. I was, I was horrified. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've got quite out of control, fluffy hair at the moment. Yeah, you know, but you're not orange face and a bit of a buffoon. So, yeah, back to the Masons. I, <laughs> yeah. I do not resemble Donald Trump. That's so, <laughs> we've, already, <laughs> we've already mentioned King Solomon's Temple. <coughs> is the central temple. And it was, you, you mentioned to us in the week, Gaz, Hiram Abiff, didn't you? Oh, yes, he's there, Jesus, isn't he? Well, he's certainly up there, because they're apparently the first three grandmasters of all time. There was that French guy earlier was the third one in London. These are the first three. King Solomon, King Hiram I of Tyre, and Hiram Abiff. And he was the architect for King Solomon's temple. So he's considered a master, 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 34th mm. degree mason, mm. probably. It's a temple above King Solomon's mind. There was mines underneath it. Was it? It's not the... Uh, actually, this is where the Templars get involved. The Knights Templar. Founders also, what else? Illuminati. The banking system. Oh. oh, yeah. I'm sure it was around before then. I didn't well, know. they certainly made a lot of money. Yeah. Because there was just 12 of them at first, and they set up their base under the old ruins of King Solomon's Temple, and when they weren't out protecting pilgrims for money... It's interesting they picked 12, isn't it? 12 disciples. Mm. They were known as the poor knights of... Well, it's... Just interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Might not be. It's a little connection. I just thought, probably yeah. bollocks, but I'm putting it out there. <laughs> I, I, think I was only asking. <laughs> 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 I was in a weed hole thinking, mm. why is 12 significant? And I don't know why. <laughs> oh, I've lost my train of thought now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, I fell in a Right, so... Their other name, by the Knights Templar, was the Poor Knights of Christ. Their badge, actually, or the official badge of the Templar, is two knights riding on one horse. Oh, because they're poor. Because they're poor. Oh. Right? Now, they find... The theory is that they found something under King Simon's Temple. And like I said, it was where the Ark of the Covenant was, oh. the original Ten Commandments, the Holy Grail. What do you think they found? Well, there is the possibility they found something like that. Yeah. Vibration technology. No, it was digging. <laughs> <laughs> Just digging away. So they found Jesus. They found Jesus. something down there because they became very rich suddenly. Oh, very, yeah. very rich. Oh, gold. They might find gold. Well, no, because they also were given protection by the Vatican at the time. Oh. They found enough gold to pay the Vatican? No, oh, the Vatican was one of the richest on the list of the planet. They found something the Vatican wanted. So they got complete papal protection and they got lots and lots of money. They became very powerful. They were controlling the banking systems. They were building their own churches. This is where it ties with the Masons, is that even though the 
when in um, thirteen twelve on April the thirteenth, mm-hmm. Friday 13th. the thirteenth mm-hmm. happened. Yeah, this is why Friday yeah. the thirteenth is considered unlucky. <laughs> Genuinely, there were, there were thirteen disciples if you include Judas. No, isn't there? No, it was just the twelve. It was, it the thirteenth was the guy from Dogma, Rufus. Oh, uh, <laughs> he was left out because he was black. Don't mm. you remember? That's it. <laughs> so you're thinking that mm. Judas was, a, was was in there? Oh, was he one of the twelve? Yeah. Oh, I thought he was maybe the thirteenth. Um, yeah, but you could still lump him in and count it. Still, you know. It's thirteen all together with Jesus, though, isn't it? Ah, there is. Yeah, there you go. Numerology. We know how powerful and true. Yeah. Occult. There is a fair bit of occultism to this, though, isn't there? The, the symbols and that. We'll get on to it later. Yeah. Well, Harum and Biff. What happened to him? He he got coshed over the head with some of these symbols, didn't he? I think he did. Yes. He got fucking got his head stoved in with a <laughs> with a lead pen, pipe, pentagram with a, with a little lead pentagram on the top. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Smashed into bits, mate. Yeah. yeah. So they wanted the yeah. secrets, didn't they? That's it. But when it's so the, the same as yeah. the Jesus story, just different. Yeah. And it involves pentagon, not a pen. What do they use? A set square. I don't know. Pencil. Yeah, compasses, aren't they? Yeah, stonemason tools. So Irma Biff, if I've got it right, gets asked these questions and and they murder him. So that's why one of the initiation ceremonies is you have to freaking dress up like Irma Biff and I ask the question. Or they ask you the question. You have to go. No, I will not give the answer. And they will like mock hit you and then you have oh, to man. fall back and pretend to die. Yeah, and you're dressed like an Egyptian person from like well, like, 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 like three hundred. You have to walk like an Egyptian. A loincloth, yeah. <laughs> a lo- do I get one of them funky hats with, well, the, with the towel coming well, back? You're dressed like a little bitch from those times. Oh man, a big powerful person. You know, like I want one of them golden blue hats. Oh, that's basically just a nappy, then, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Loincloth, yeah, and you have to fall down, pretend to be dead. And like, no, I will not tell you something like that. I'm paraphrasing. I did see it on the documentary. I'm not making this up. You're both looking at me like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but this is true. This is my interpretation of it. I was very high, but that's what they had to do. That's the okay. that's, that's initiation. They, they do love him then. Hear him a biff. He's there, Jesus. Wow. And because every temple is laid out like King Solomon's temple to some point. So he was the architect. It makes sense. Yeah. What, so it's like a certain shape or something like that. Yeah. They had columns in there and stuff like that, and the general layer. Even phallic. <laughs> Even though it's like a non, it's, it's a weird thing. Cause they always have the, the whatever faith they are. They always have their holy book on the table on the on the on the altar for every meeting as well. So it's a believer in a higher power. So I can't be an atheist. I can't be. Oh, I don't know. He's. I can't be a mason. Yeah. But, so you two are right. You can well, sneak I in. Can't. And frankly, it doesn't matter that we're atheists. We're nobodies. Yeah. Why would they let us join? What are we offering? Well, well, I'm agnostic, yeah. I, 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 so they wouldn't let me in. Yeah, well, we're, you know, either way, we can't get in because we're not successful either. And this right. is what it's evolved to, hasn't it? It's come from a group of highly skilled people who took years to do mm-hmm. learn their trade mm-hmm. to businessmen, policemen, judges, yeah, I've yeah. Got an politicians. My ex's, my ex's dad was a, a grandmaster mason oh, shit, at the bro. Birmingham Lodge. Oh. What was he like? He was alright. <laughs> Did you see him doing anything weird? Not really. Oh. Okay. He was just a normal, normal guy. Well, I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't get any insights to it? No. I kept asking him to tell him to let me in. 
Yeah. It wouldn't have let me in. I'm too much of a hippie. Well, <laughs> this is disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's got flowers in his hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he let his other daughters um, bloke. He, I know he went there a few times. Oh, he were left in. Oh, I'm pleased for it. Don't worry about it. Why are you off. curious? Spending a night with him, no chance. Why are you curious? There is some subsidised. There is bar as well. There is some sort of comedy movie in that where. Yeah. Uh, Mason. Old Mason yeah. Grandmaster's got two daughters. One of them's dating a really cool guy. I can see Will Ferrell. I can see Will Ferrell playing Mike yeah. in this role. And they've got to compete for their their Freemason yeah. step. Yeah. Father-in-law's yeah. approval. He had to sing That'd a song at the end. Mike could try and hippie his way into the Masons. Mm-hmm. No yeah. chance, man. I wouldn't I wouldn't have gone, even if he'd invited me. No uh, way. To be honest. If we did like Step Brothers, you'd have a head on our hands. <laughs> yeah, Will Ferrell playing Mike, I agree. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Then who's the cool, who's the cool guy? Wahlberg. Yes. Mm-hmm. They yeah, re- yeah. yeah, they together. do, yeah. Yeah. Definitely Mark Wahlberg was a popular, yeah, yeah. ripped, athletic guy. Yeah. Hippie Mike. Put it in. Yeah. The hippie stoner. Put a pin in it. We'll fucking <laughs> put, coming it. next summer. I'll ring Hollywood tomorrow <laughs> when I finish my menial job. Look <laughs> at <laughs> the script written with I need some weed. <laughs> I said our relationship was more like meet the fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> that was our sort of relationship. Yeah, but Mike, this is going to be a comedy that wasn't very funny. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll put that on the back there. Well, it's good when I get paid. It'd be funny, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Did he have any... Oh, I would have definitely, when they were out, if I was in their house, gone looking for his chain thing that mm. they were, and gone and sold it. <laughs> to cash for cold. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the base of Shane, what yeah. you give me? <laughs> and then use the money to smoke some filthy crap <laughs> behind a quick save <laughs> behind a bin. <laughs> and it'd be a great day. <laughs> They're usually the best. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> That's the dream. <laughs> it's such a perfect day. Ah, uh, that'd be great. So, uh, got any more stuff on that Iram Abif? No, I'm, I'm a good person. He's, uh, he's, you know, he's just, like you said, he's, he's, he's really, we've covered it, to be fair. He's, he's um, yeah, so let's look at some of the, the symbols then. Oh, Okay, let's discuss some of this. Or do we want to do uh, what we think they're up for, for what we think they're involved in? (laughs) Well, they do some weird shit in the induction, so... I can give you quite a bit of stuff uh, on what some people think they're up to uh, and what they've been accused of historically over the years. There was dastardly Freemasons. Yeah, not letting Mike into your club. Yeah, won't give up your secrets. I'll give you... We'll start at the bottom. Do you want to hear the first... Conspiracy that gets attached to the Masons. All right. Jack the Ripper. Oh, I've heard that one. Yeah, okay. Jack the Fookin' Ripper. Basically, people think they're, they're one a member of the royal family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had knocked up a prostitute and he was a Mason. And he, uh, he really um, wanted anyone who knew anything about it to be murdered. Right. Just to... 
not spread anywhere. So quite a few people ended up getting murdered just to protect the uh, reputation of the royal. And I think that this was carried out by the uh, Masons, those filthy Masons. It was masons. The, um, the sturgeon, the royal surgeon. I forget his name on the top of my head. Um, mm. I think it was him. He was a, he was quite high up in the Masons, and uh, he was a, a royal surgeon. So he always said that the Ripper had knowledge of anatomy, so that leads to the... Um, so the assumption that he was at least some kind of trainee doctor at some point, trainee surgeon, mm. even if not a full surgeon. Oh. Well, one of the murders, the Jack the Ripper murders, there was some graffiti. Have you ever heard about this? Yes, yeah. It said the Jews, but spelled J-U-W-E-S, the Jews are the men that will not be blamed for nothing. Um, it was scribbled in chalk near the double murder scenes of the victims, Stride and Eddowes. Sir Charles Warren, head of the London Police and most worshipful master of the Kutar Kurante Masonic Lodge, erased the reference to Jews to oh erased the reference to the Jews left behind by Jack the Ripper, ostensibly to avoid a backlash against the local Jewish population. Conspiracists point out that the unusual spelling of Jews is a reference to the Masonic murder of Hiram Abiff by the three ruffians Jubella. Jubello and Jubellum. Ah. But, like the article says here, due to the lack of forensic evidence, it's impossible to completely rule out the Masons as the culprit behind the Jack the Ripper killings. However, there really isn't any reason to do so. <coughs> Some evidence does pop up once in a while. For instance, author Patricia Cornwell's research into DNA proved that at least one of the letters attributed to Jack the Ripper was written by Walter Sickert. And he was a mason. Mm-hmm. Definitely heard that name before. There's also some weird... This is the last little bit I'll read out. This bit is weird, to be honest. There's parallels between the Ripper murders and some of the Masonic oaths. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I've got the actual oaths here that I'll read out in a sec. All of the canonical five victims had their throat cut from left to right, and the fifth victim's heart was taken. Four of the victims' abdominum were slashed and Kelly's completely emptied. And... Uh, this is the oath of an entered apprentice to the Mason. I beg your pardon, an entered apprentice? Well, What's he been entered with? Um, a Mason. <laughs> Hopefully not. Oh, a Mason jar. Hopefully not a Mason drill. Just <laughs> <laughs> carry on Freemasonry. <laughs> oh, Matron. <laughs> Rated 18. Okay, here we go. All this I most solemnly, sincerely promise and swear with a firm and steadfast resolution to perform the same without any mental reservation or secret evasion of mind whatever, binding myself under no less penalty than that of having my throat cut across, my tongue torn out by its roots, and my body buried in the rough sands of the sea at low water mark, where the tide ebbs and flows twice in twenty-four hours, should I ever knowingly violate this my entered apprentice obligation, so help me God. And keep me steadfast in the due performance of the same. So, yeah. it's a it's a tenuous link, but yeah, they are talking about cutting from side to side and uh, removing body parts. And in the oath of a fellow craft, it's just basically the same thing, virtually the same oath. But then it mentions um, no less penalty than of having my breast torn open, my heart plucked out, and placed on the highest pinnacle of the temple 
there yeah. to be devoured by the vultures of the air should I ever knowingly violate the fellow craft obligations so help me God yeah because one of them had their breast cut off and placed under her head as a pillow mm. nasty I forget Not which one it was nice. uh, so what do you reckon member of the royal family knocks up a, a hooker it has actually been a favourite of mine Jack the Ripper theory is that he was a member of the royal family and knocked up a prostitute mm. who was also a catholic and that would have been absolutely terrible for the royal family at the yeah. time yeah who weren't particularly stable you know there was mm -hmm. a lot you know, one day we'll do an episode on jack the ripper Whitehall, white chapel where the, the murders happened was a fucking slum to an, anything yeah, we yeah, could yeah. ever imagine it mm. was horrific overcrowding shit in the streets everyone's got no money they're low you know, the, the, the most Tory britain <laughs> yeah, the most popular thing amongst women in those parts were drinking and prostitution and my penis <laughs> and that's why you, you put it in a syphilis very quickly <laughs> <laughs> that's, see that, that's another thing with the, the river but is the tips of the nose was just cut off the women yeah. and uh, that is a symptom of syphilis so that is also a thing where this, well, maybe the sufferer had it and that's uh, sort of a yeah. he's putting that onto them so you, you think they had to bump off the uh, pregnant hooker mm. a bit like when they murdered a pregnant Diana. Oh! Dun dun dun! No, so this. Oh, well, okay, go on. So you buy Jack the Ripper. I think royal scandals at that time was more disastrous than it would have been in the 20th century. I mean, you could have had an uprising against the monarchy. monarchies had happened in Europe. You had. Uh, you know, unsettlement. We had an empire, but the poor were really very, very, very poor. Yeah. There was a general ill feeling of the royals and the aristocracy were trying, and they didn't need that. I mean, nowadays you couldn't get the Brits to organise for anything. If it rained, we'd all go home. <laughs> so if they said, turn up on here on this day and we'll, we'll fucking overthrow the government, if it rained, no one would show up. Yeah, it'd all be called up. Yeah. So, do you, it's not um, beyond the realms of possibility, I don't think. This royal member is a member of the, the Freemasons, let's say, and he goes and sees this bloke. I've changed the page, so I can't see his name. But anyway, and says, look, I fucked up. Watson, so-and-so prostitute is pregnant. Mm -hmm. There is absolutely no way this has to, this can come out. I need you to kill all of them if necessary. Anyone who works down there in that area, fuck anyone she knows, who I think she might have told, got to get rid of them, please. Yep. I'll pay you. They then, you know, need to frame just one person, don't they? They maybe create this Jack the Ripper idea. Maybe the media does that. I don't know. I don't know much about Jack. The oh, they had um, penny dreadfuls back then. It was um, they were literally a penny, and they were mm. they were just single sheet news. But it was all very a lot of fear. A lot of articles at the Ripper. A lot of fear about it. It's, it's very, the headlines, you know, Ripper strikes again, and and oh, like yeah. and, and, and details that. about the crime. Mm. If you're you know, and that's your if you can read at the time. Remember, let's face it, because literacy wasn't exactly high. Or yeah, someone yeah. would read it to you, perhaps. Then it's it's all fear. There's a ripper about, and yeah. you <coughs> prosecute the population check. Yeah, I mean the police force at the time was very experimental. It was you know there wasn't enough of them about. Mm. You wouldn't want to really be working the Whitechapel beat because it was a fucking, you know, it was a slum. It was a violent place. It was effectively a, the worst ghetto you could imagine. Yeah. Well. I think it's possible, and I think back then it's possible the Masons did have a bit more influence than they do today, you know. Yeah. But we'll get into that. Uh, number nine, this is basically the top ten list of uh, conspiracies they get accused of. Uh, number nine, we already touched on earlier, uh, is the Washington 
I don't think it's much of a conspiracy. Washington's laid out a bit like a yeah, you know, a weird pentagram. Shape. Yeah, and some of their a lot of their symbology. And you got the pentagon, the Egyptian obelisks. Yeah, stuff like that. that's a it's Egyptian. Uh, there's a big Egyptian, and every city in the world, every major city in the world has an obelisk somewhere. And it was around this time though uh, that the crown heads of Europe all began systematically outlawing Freemasonry in their domains after realizing that a lot of leaders of the revolutionary forces were Freemasons. The Masonic doctrine of equality did not sit well with the monarch's tyrannical dictatorships, even the more enlightened ones. So yeah, they weren't that popular. And they had a lot to do with the setting up of America and uh, apparently, yeah. allegedly, I'm not sure. It might not even be allegedly. But anyway, in at number eight, I didn't know anything about this. The kidnapping of Captain William Morgan. Oh, go on, I haven't heard about this. I don't know if it's the bloke who makes the run. <laughs> uh, 1826, a Masonic whistleblower disappears after announcing his intention to publish the secrets of Freemasonry. Oh, yes, I did look at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is good. William Morgan routinely visited New York State Masonic lodges in the cities of Batavia, Batavia, I guess, Leroy and Rochester. But his Masonic standing gradually came into question and he was removed, quote, blackballed in Mason speak from membership rebuked. Morgan threatened to expose the Freemasons inner secrets in his upcoming book. He further agendered the local Masons by bragging about receiving a sizable advance from a local newspaper for his expose's publication. Four Freemasons tried to prevent the printing of Morgan's expose by setting fire to Morgan's publishers. Mm. They were apprehended and the three were indicted. Morgan was then arrested and sent to the debtor's prison for allegedly owing $2.68. His publisher oh. paid the fine to get him released, but he was immediately rearrested on a trumped-up charge of stealing a shirt and tie. That night, a man claiming to be Morgan's friend paid the fine and the two men entered a waiting carriage. Captain William Morgan was never seen again. Freemasons, Lotton Lawton, Nicholas Cheesebro... Cheesebro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Edward Sawyer eventually coughed up to kidnapping William but denied murdering him. They claim they took Morgan to Fort Niagara where they gave him $500 to go to Canada. The three men and two other accomplices were convicted of William Morgan's kidnapping. Kidnapping. Morgan's pamphlet, Freemasonry, Exposed and Explained, selling for a book apiece, uh, and his illustration of masonry soon became a bestseller and gave rise to the first American third party, the Anti-Masonic Party. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, they killed the fucker. <laughs> that and that uh, Anti-Masonic Party were disbanded, mm. uh, and it was quite, I think it was in the 20th century. Mm. I think it was like 1933, because their leader was actually a Freemason. No! <laughs> 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 That's incredible. Uh, <laughs> these fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently they poisoned Mozart. Oh, man. The bastards. Yeah. That's just not on. No. After he revealed Masonic secrets in his opera, The Magic Flute. <laughs> I've got a magic flute. Composer <laughs> Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart is poisoned by his brotherhood. Mozart was initiated as an entered apprentice on December 14th, 1784. Mozart was an active Mason until his death, wrote many Masonic odes, and is known as a Masonic composer. He was a happy Mason. Unfortunately, Mozart's health was fragile and he was afflicted with a number of serious disease, including typhoid, smallpox, syphilis and hepatitis. Fucking hell. Yeah. Um, the theory a good that weekend, Mozart, <laughs> The theory that Mozart could have been poisoned either by Freemasons or by his rival, Antonio Salieri, is not supported by physical evidence. 
but movie director Stanley Kubrick is also rumoured to have been snuffed out by members of an unnamed secret society for re- reading too much in the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good film, that. Yes, yeah, there's a lot um, of weird references in that, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. So was Stanley bumped off by these fuckers as well. Because old Mozart was. What's he... Well, here's a cultural challenge for us. Can you do... How was one of Mozart's ones go? One of his songs? <laughs> um, he did Twinkle Twinkle Little Star he? when he was like eight, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Okay. I hate that song. I know how <laughs> that one goes. But yeah, it was, um, that was, he was literally a child prodigy. Is it like... Do, 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 do. No, I think it's Beethoven. See, look at you. And that's Beethoven's fifth. Fair play. <laughs> yeah, you the best play. of. That's only because, uh, you know why? Because you remember the film Beethoven? Or thing? <laughs> Pretty sure that was the uh, the piano thing. Uh, I like that film. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good, good feel-good film, man. Yeah. It is a feel-good film. St. Bernard's very cute. Do you know what? I can't believe you admit that because I have to admit any film that stars an animal yeah. <laughs> where they're making its mouth move and put a human uh, voice any film like that no matter how shit like you've seen the air look who's one, talking now I'll watch any of them <laughs> any of them Homeward Bound yeah, yeah oh that that's quite upsetting isn't it that one I remember yeah, yeah. I've got sad bits I don't know I don't tend to watch too many of them in all fairness oh it's good for you man it's a good hideaway from the horrors of the real world <laughs> Beethoven the second is a pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yes, it is. It's a number two. The crown for that, I think. Yeah. Yeah, the crown for a while. <laughs> Freemasonry in at number six and the New World Order. Ah, uh, yeah, of course. The uh, mm. well, because they're all in Parliament and, and government, yes. aren't they? Freemasonry provides cover for the secret Pluto. Ooh. There's a word you might have to help me with. Plutocratic? Plutocratic! That means Rulers a small of number of people. Ah. That's what we live in. An yeah. oligarchy, plutocracy. Ah, beautiful. Mm. There you go. Every day's a school day, listener. Uh, <laughs> ancient secret societies have metamorphosed into modern elite think tanks where they are able to fund researchers that serve their various agendas. The Freemasons were once very powerful, and the members of the elite class joined it in en masse in the 1800s and early 1900s, but the elite class no longer requires the cover of Freemasonry to meet secretly and plan world domination. Build a big group now, they? Well, they don't do it yeah. fucking secret. No. I mean, you can really argue there's going to be royal Masons in the royal family now. I mean, you know, Prince Charles fancies joining the Masons. I'm all sure all turn him down, Prince Charles' brother. Well, Andrew, Edward. Andrew. Edward. Maybe Edward, the balding one. Yeah, Edward. He's Grandmaster of the um, the Grand Lodge. In Is he? Yeah. Well, it says here, the structure of modern masonry itself also makes it useless for proponents of the New World Order. There is no top-down command structure as in a corporation or the military. Instead, each lodge, is individually, each lodge individually recognises other Masonic lodges and they make independent decisions in all local matters. It would be impossible for a secret group on top to secretly command lower-level masons. So but you don't need the groups of twelve or thirteen. You want the groups who've got hundreds, don't you? You want the, you know, the city groups, the the lodges around, and lodges in the army, the lodges in the 
you know, you want the important ones with you, don't you? And yeah. if you all have some mutually supporting alliance where we work in each other's best interests, yeah. no one's bothered about Lodge 542 of Dorley, are they? Yeah, There's three members that. of it. No oh, one's no. bothered about that. Yeah. So, and well, I guess what it's saying is back in the day, like, and I think this is where I'm standing. I think in the 1800s and 1900s, it might have been a way more influential mm. thing than it actually is now. Now I think it's just a, a front, like a. So you don't think you know, they cover up each other's crimes and stuff? Oh, like? I think they might help, because yeah. I've got an article yeah. I might read to you later about, that came out last year, about uh, an exiting police officer blaming the Freemasons. Uh, yes, for, uh, yes, Hillsborough. For, for uh, imposing, uh, for in, impeding investigations. I'll read the article, I saved it for, yeah. for here, it's on the phone. I think they might, yeah. on a small level, Mike, sorry to mm, sorry, I think sorry. they might yeah. interfere in that level at like, oh, get me mate, I'll help me mate out yeah. in court. That, but I think they're days of maybe influencing world government. Well, there's an argument to say that Ted Heath was controlled, isn't he? The uh, ex-British Prime Minister yeah. was... Was he, a, has he been... Kind of, is, is he a, a massive pedo? Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. Well, they weren't making him do that. No, no, no. I they caught him doing that. Oh, the and that's how they got him off. And they control him. You uh, see, they put their man at the top. You see, no, he's okay. he's because they know that they've got him. They him on the balls. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he'll do anything they mm-hmm. want. Yeah, because one thing. Well, what the fuck have they got on Teresa then? Running through fields of wheat. What were you doing in that field? What were you running from, Teresa? What had you done in the field of wheat? Did you leave a dying corpse of a, of a young child, you sick fuck? Allegedly. War Sorry. criminal. Yeah, well, I don't think that's even a legend. They've got it? her lava. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> She's got some kind of insectoid. Yeah, yeah, of course she is. She's an unfeeling... They found her unhatched lava in the wheat field. <laughs> <laughs> And she just smashed it to death with a hammer because she didn't want children, even insectoid ones, because that's how cold she is. Maybe it was if they were more insectoid than human, she had to stow their heads yeah, in. So that's what I'm saying. No, she was running through the wheat field from the fact she murdered her own children. There Maybe. is a darkness to that tale. There is. Yeah. Maybe we're all just running through that wheat field, guys. <laughs> I'm not running through her wheat field. <laughs> okay. um, Freemasons worship the devil. Dun, no. dun, dun, dun. Of course. Um, is that to do the, the Baphomet thing? Well, yeah. I think the Baphomet could, head. I think he comes into it. High-level Freemasons practice ritual murders in service of Satan. The theory that Freemasons worship Satan gained popularity in the 1890s. Satan! With the writings of French journalist Gabriel Jonglen Baguez. I think that's how you might say I really say thought it. you were going to say baguette then. <laughs> 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 uh, 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 is this the Taxel hoax? No, he had a baguette. Who doesn't love a baguette, though, eh? Who doesn't uh, love a baguette? After the publication of Pope Leo's um, anti-Masonic human genus, he made a great show of leaving Freemasonry and pretending to return to Roman Catholicism. Catholicism. Um, So basically, yeah, he's trying to disc... um, He's trying to big up Catholicism. There you go. And and shit down on the... um, on the Masons, and what's a good way to do that in the uh, sort of 1890s? They worship Satan. Yeah. They're filthy, Satan-mongering devil worshippers. That's the worst. Of course it is. You know? We don't mean it's Blast Satan. Me. Friend of the show. <laughs> Friend of the show. We know him well, personally. <laughs> I had a beer with him the other day. Um, and, uh, you always go somewhere with a high ceiling, though, don't you? 
It's the horns. <laughs> Well, Does he I keep don't... trying to so- make you sign your soul away? Like, you sign this for us and say, hey! <laughs> what are you doing, Satan? Ah, oh, you got me again! <laughs> Get you pissed and then makes you sign your soul away for a bag of peanuts. <laughs> I've been so hungry before that I wouldn't yeah. have. <laughs> but this is the Sold best my soul for dry roasted peanuts. <laughs> they weren't even honey! <laughs> Well, that should be in the small print. <laughs> I mean, no, they put it in the best bag of peanuts you've ever tasted in your life, though, wouldn't they? They're not going to be worth as much as your soul, though, are they? Well. The peanuts? <laughs> <laughs> How good would they be? I'm always trying to go for rock and roll stardom. I'd go for that. Uh, oh, yeah, I'd sell it for that. 30 years at the top. Well, if you become a Freemason, apparently you can, because uh, apparently this is an address that was given to... Um, the 23 Supreme Councils of the World. Wow. Transcribed by a bloke called uh, Commander Pike. Ooh. Albert Pike. Commander, so he's got to be important. So this or is just said. Pike from Home Guard. Yeah, no, yeah, it's not that one. Um, that which we must say to the crowd is, we worship a God, but it is the God one adores without superstition. To you, Sovereign Grand Inspector General, we say this... And you may repeat it to the brethren of the 32nd, 31st and 30th degrees. The Masonic religion should be by all of us initiates of the high degrees maintained in the purity of the Luciferian doctrine. If Lucifer were not God, would Adonai, the God of the Christians, whose deed prove, deeds prove cruelty, perfidy and hatred of man, barbarism and repulsion for science, would Adonai and his priests... Uh, calluminate him that's a new word Ooh, I think. Yeah. I'm the calluminator <laughs> <laughs> yes Lucifer is God and unfortunately Adonai is also God for the eternal law is that there is no light without shade no beauty without ugliness no white without black for the absolute can only exist as two gods darkness being necessary for light to serve as its foil as the pedestal is necessary to the statue and the break to the locomotive. Thus, the doctrine doctrine of Satanism is hearsay. And the true and pure philosophical religion is the belief in Lucifer, the equal of Adonai. Oh, that's kind of Crowley-esque, isn't it? So, I've got a uh, conspiracy about Pike, if you want. Oh, yeah, go on. This is from the Daily Mail. Hey, it's a shit rag. Letter written by U.S. Confederate officer 150 years ago predicted first two world wars and said the third would be between Islamic leaders and the West. But is this just a hoax? Well, if it's not, there's enough Masons in Parliament to make it real. The bizarre prediction said the First World War, which began in 1914, thank you for that, was triggered by the mysterious Illuminati hoping to bring down Russia's reign of Tsars. It then says the Second World War, which came to fruition in 1939... Oh, thanks, Tony. ...would be fomented many years later by a clash between fascists and Zionists. You'd think those patriots would know what years the wars were for, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. You read the Daily Mail. Yeah. The predictions are said to have been penned by Confederate officer and Freemason Albert Pike in 1871 in his correspondence to Italian revolutionary Giuseppe Mazzini, the Sun reported... Love his uh, Masonic little garb there. Oh, well. I'd sell that for crack. 
<laughs> cash for gold. Cash. <laughs> and then job for the nearest crack dealer. Cash for gold and cash for crack. Oh, you're never gonna get your Mason thingy back. <laughs> <laughs> the letter purportedly states the first world war must be f- must be brought about in order to permit the illuminati to overthrow the power of the czars in russia and of making that country a fortress of atheistic communism sounds like a paradise to me mm. Mm. this occurred three years after the outbreak of the first world war which has contributed to heightened political unrest at home and discontent towards the country's ruling elite it goes on. The Second World War must be fomented by taking advantage of the differences between the fascists and the political Zionists. This war must be brought about so that Nazis- Nazism is destroyed and that the political Zionism be strong enough to institute a sovereign state of Israel and Palestine. Uh, so let's start a war and make make Israel. Yeah. They've already sort of they they broke a nation and remade it. And now they're hoping to break another one and remake it. Right. How about this bit? I've got a massive chunk of the letter, but I won't read too big of a chunk. But it says, uh, this is pretty dark. In, uh, so, the war must be conducted in such a way that Islam and the political Zionism mutually destroy each other. Meanwhile, the other nations, once more divided on this issue, will be constrained to fight to the point of complete physical, moral, spiritual and economical exhaustion. We shall unleash the nihilists and the atheists. Nihilists. Nihilists, sorry. Oh, I've mispronounced so many words. Sorry. Nihilists and the atheists. And we shall provoke a formidable, formidable social cataclysm, which in all its horror will show clearly to the nations the effect of absolute atheism, origin of savagery and the most bloody turmoil. Wow. Sounds good, doesn't it? Mm. I'm getting shot. Uh, hopefully. It's probably the best you can hope for. It might be quick. It's better than being bludgeoned to death, well, isn't it? Yeah. This is the Armageddon that they want, isn't it? Oh, Harumageddon. Harumageddon, yes. Uh, and then, you know, the new world will rise from the ashes of the old, and the strong, like me, will be part of the new world order. Oh, yeah. Order out of chaos, isn't it? Yeah, you guys don't know which secretly secret things I'm secretly a member of. Yeah. No. Good point. <laughs> but, you know, I could be. I'm not. I'm going to die in the fire cloud mushroom cloud like everyone else. <laughs> oh. but, I actually had an extremely vivid nightmare the day after our last recording about a giant explosion in the distance and then it affecting us. Was it a Sarah Connor dream? Kind of, yeah. And I had to survive in the aftermath of it. And I could see things being destroyed in the distance as it got closer. Shit, man. It's deep. Yeah, it was very vivid. But we'd been talking about it the day before. I hope, you know, I'm not saying I'm a future predictor. (laughs) But it wasn't a nice dream. It's going to be horrible when it happens. Mm -hmm. They do bomb Birmingham. Let's, let's mm. say let's say if, not when. Let's <laughs> oh, at least be a little bit optimistic. It seems to um, calm down a bit nowadays, though. Actually, I mean, even uh, Kim Jong Un's saying he'll, he'll de- disarm. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's probably because he watched that movie, The Interview. Yeah. He's like, they can't do that to me. I Maybe he just wants to be that cool guy at yeah. the start of the film. He's like, you know what, I'm oh. going to change my image. I'm going to be the cool guy. Yeah. I, I listen to her, Katy Perry and Drink Martinis. I'm playing basketball with Dennis Rodman. Yeah, yeah. but he's just kidding us. Yeah, but that's, that's just the ploy, isn't it? That's the ploy. I'll give you, oh, I'll give you the crime oh. <laughs> <laughs> The no. fun crime. So, what do you reckon, um, Mr. Pike? Because this is actually number three on the top ten oh. list of a Freemason 
conspiracies. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? I mean... If he did write it, then... <sighs> yeah, it's... But is no it beyond, that he did, though, so... Is it beyond the realms of possibility that you, someone could predict the way things have gone, even back then? And, you know, like throwing shit at a wall, something will stick. Yeah, yeah. You know, look, look, possible, at, well, look but, at Nostradamus. I mean, it's all it's bad French poetry that no one yeah. can technically read anymore. But you know, they'll badly translate it and go, "Oh yeah, that's that's it. That is that's the Second World War. Oh, that's the First World War. Oh, that's the coming war it's between Europe and the East." It's, yeah, and it's prophecies, but that's not a prophecy, is it? That's, that's it could be a deliberate letter, or it could be just a hoax. We will never know, really, will we? But it's interesting because at this point they probably would have had some power in Parliament. They might have been working with the Masons in mm. other countries. I mean, there's German lodges, there's Russian lodges. They're all over the world. All their man. boys are in. Oh, they're all made. It's kind of like a, a pre-military industrial complex in a way, because mm. they don't have stakes in arms companies. They're, they're successful people. They have their money everywhere. Yeah. They're making money out of it, and maybe it's maybe it's the reason the Masons aren't so prevalent is because the, the, the top level ones just became the military industrial complex and what you got left now are the businessmen who get together and yeah. get drunk and do silly rituals which They'll is wank the, each other up which, allegedly and play the biscuit game who knows <laughs> they definitely <laughs> probably play the biscuit game yeah, so maybe like, yeah for that the, the, so the Dory Lodge mm. with its three members mm. and other similar ones is what we've got now but the very the highest powers of them, the very the powerful ones with 600 members each and the members in the Houses of Parliament and Prime Ministers and Presidents and Chancellors and Tsars and Royal Family Members just transferred itself into the military industrial complex, started engineering wars. Yeah. Well, they are engineering an incredibly big war, according to number four yeah. on the list. The Judo Masonic Conspiracy. I don't think that means... Do you pronounce that Judo? Judeo. <laughs> <laughs> and that listener is, uh, is why you listen to us because you know <laughs> I'm a fucking moron <laughs> trying to do a proper podcast I thought it was Karaike for a second then. Judeo. <laughs> I just read the word the judo conspiracy it wasn't he shouldn't have been allowed to do that kick gas he shouldn't have been allowed to do that kick the ankle soup oh, should have been allowed well Mason's invented um, judo Essentially, no, this is the, the Judeo-Masonic conspiracy. Um, there's another word I'm going to ask you to pronounce mm -hmm. for me there, Mike. Goyim, I guess. <laughs> you Goyim. Uh, Jewish elders of Zion and the Freemasons are involved in a conspiracy to completely exterminate all Goyim. Um, the Judeo-Masonic conspiracy is rooted in the protocols of the elders of the Zion, first published in 1905 in Russia by Sergei Nilus. The book details a joint Jewish Freemasonic conspiracy in which the two work together to bring about the end of the world. It is interesting that I know that the protocols of the Elders of Zion are um, confirmed hoax, but that could be a false flag. Ah. Uh. Mm -hmm. That's the, uh, the protocols of the Elders of Zion were uh, major. Isn't it? Was this in the Da Vinci Code? No. I no, it's not great film. It's better. Actually, if you read it now, I, if I read it now, I go, my God, that's a piece of shit. But... <laughs> It was good at the time. Okay. And um, yeah, that it was. Um, they were actually found to be in something like in 1922 by just a French fascist. When were they supposed to? Blaming the to Jews for it. 1905, I think it was. Oh, 
Well, um, but they were confirmed to be a hoax in the sort of eighties mm. when the um, when I can't remember the names. Of the, but the Holy Blood, Holy Grail. Shit. It was a thing of the, how the Da Vinci. They took all their information from that, and it was proven to be a complete hoax. Mm. Well, uh, I guess the uh, the Judeo Masonic um, elders of Zion are not planning to destroy the. Could be a world. false flag. Well, they Could might be. be. The doctors who wrote that Holy Blood, Holy Grail book about they were the Jesus's. The Holy Grail is actually just the bloodline of Jesus and it's sangre mm. and all that. Um, is you know, it, mm. it could be a false flag, who knows? Well, you know? uh, now this one I think is the most interesting one because this one is a bit closer to a modern day. And um, speaking of mispronouncing, I thought this was called Propaganda Jew, D-U-E. Then I realised it's an Italian conspiracy and it's actually Propaganda Due. Ah, the Italian word for two. Uh, yeah. so, you know, Didn't know that. Sorry, I can't pronounce some things. But this is the P two of Propaganda Due Masonic Lodge, an Italian Masonic Lodge used as cover to coordinate everything from terrorist bombings, massive financial frauds, and drug trafficking. The covert P two Masonic Lodge was discovered in a 1981 police raid on Lucio Gelli's Gelli's home by Italian authorities in the aftermath of the Vatican-owned Banco Ambrosia scandal in which God's banker, Roberto Calvi, and P2 Brethren was found hanging under London's Blackfriars oh, Bridge. Oh, yeah. yeah. Police uh, discovered a list of over 900 P2 Lodge members, which included high-ranking government officials and 43 members of the Italian Parliament. The list also included the name of future Italian president Silvio Berlusconi uh, and mafia banker Michel Sindona. So a little bit about the um, this P2 Lodge uh, propaganda due. Masonic Lodge founded in 1945 that by the time its Masonic Charter was withdrawn in 1976 had transformed into a clandestine suedo masonic ultra-right organisation operating in contravention... Contravention... They were contravening the law of <laughs> Article 18 of the Constitution of Italy, which had banned secret associations. Uh, in its latter period, during which the lodge was headed by Lucio Gelli, P2 was implicated in numerous Italian crimes and mysteries, including the collapse of the Vatican Bank, uh, murder of a journalist, corruption cases, nationwide bribe and scandal, and they were some to, sometimes referred to as a state within a state or a shadow government. The Lodge had under its mem uh, membership prominent journalists, members of parliament, industrialists, military leaders, uh, Silvio, as we said. And yeah, so basically they were operating in Uruguay, Brazil, Argentina. They were fucking... I can believe that. I bet the Bunga Bunga parties were fucking yeah. amazing though, weren't they? It's like all the top dudes just... Hobnobbing about do murdering journalists, fucking like, you know, they obviously got well cocky because they get discovered because they some dude they fucking hang somebody from a fucking bridge. Yeah. He's in London, stupid, yeah, yeah. under Blackfriars Bridge. Yeah, it's uh, that is like a very public statement to make. Oh yeah, because oh. you're showing you can be got anywhere. You know, it's like, oh, we're going to catch you in Italy. We'll follow you to London. Yeah. We'll do it there. It's well, apparently in uh, 1980 there was a massacre in Bologna. Right. I didn't know about, and uh, the P2 members uh, were um, 
condemned from attempting to mislead the police investigation mm. into the massacre, which killed 85 people and wounded more on more than 200. That's just one of the things they've done. Well. So now, in Italy, there is a law uh, which prohibits secret lodges. So there's no Italian Freemasons, I don't think. No. But um, imagine this group. And then fucking Berlusconi. So he's involved in a group that's proved that they've murdered, you know, ordered the murder of people and that. And then he gets to go and be a prime minister. Yeah. Yeah. Of course he does. I suppose that makes yeah. him more of a better fucking candidate, isn't it? It's pretty part of the... Uh, well, he's controlled, isn't he? Like yeah. we said. Uh, They're oh, in best interest he does their, He does their bidding. Yeah. He's got no fucking choice. Well, he's part of it, isn't he? So. And he called Angela Merkel an unfuckable lard ass. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. Yeah, good on him. Well, that leads us to number one, and I think we all knew this anyway, because, well, they control everything, and uh, in at number one, Illuminati infiltration of Masonic lodges. Yeah. A guy called Adam, uh, his Bavarian... <laughs> yeah. Fuck me. I apologise <laughs> to the listener for all the uh, bad reading I've done today. A Bavarian Illuminati infiltration and illumination of European Freemasonic lodges. Freemasonic lodges. <laughs> Basically, the Illuminati was founded in 1776, around the same time. The Illuminati, the lodge was made by yeah. the Illuminati, is the Illuminati, or it started as the Illuminati. Like you said earlier, I The Vince think... guy was a member of the Royal Society, which was the Royal Society for the Protection of Natural Knowledge, which would have had the Illuminated yeah. Ones. They were the exactly. scientists of the day. Newton was in there. Yeah. I don't think they are now. Newton was a Macist. Mason, yeah. sorry. A Macist. <laughs> he was a Macist. <laughs> confused two races to Mason. <laughs> he was a Masonic racist. <laughs> a Macist. They, I mean, Boris Johnson's a Mason. Yeah, yeah he was. He's a racist. He wants racial purity. I bet Prince Philip's a Mason. <laughs> oh, he's a masochist. So, yeah. so he's, um, a, he's a Macist. Uh, apparently, uh, the influence events... Um, around that. oh for, for fuck's sake look I don't think that because I was sitting remember I went to Masonic Lodge not long yeah. ago and it was just a building that looked a bit like a church there was nobody there and it was, it was boring I don't think today the actual lodge like you said the low down lodges and that I don't think they've got anything to do with the fucking Illuminati no. not a chance like you said it's some fucking um, business people who just want to feel good and hobnob and a bit of tradition and yeah, best city rituals. But back in seventeen seventy whatever, fuck yeah, I think these lodges were where all the greater good and the good and the powerful, like the P two one in nineteen eighties. Yeah, I think the lodge used to be maybe the Illuminati and the and the you know the people controlling the lizard people. You know what I mean? The reptilians. The reptilian overlords. I think, yeah, they used to hang out at lodges. I don't think they do now. Now I think it's blokes called Gerald who were the yeah. managers of a large... Taxi um, firm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, he's the and, manager And Bob was a self-made businessman. And, and yeah. Jeff, who's a... You know, he oh he you know he actually maybe a legitimate mason. He might be a bit like some. He might be a stone mason. Yeah. Game in here. Yeah, there's a tombstones in the village. I imagine there's still like judges and police officers. Oh yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, but, that, but that's you know. So that's like, your, but that's your your master. Like one of them gets it? caught for speeding. He's going to help him out and get him off the ticket. Oh yeah, and I've heard plenty of anecdotes like that sure. to the point where uh, some. Uh, it was told to me it was a, it was an anecdote from in David Ike territory, but I didn't read it somewhere. It's like. It's, it's Mason's son basically sort of um, indecently assaulted a young girl, but the policeman was a Mason investigating, mm -hmm. and his dad was a Mason, and he just got off with it. That's it. The amount well, of stuff you can read yeah, about that. Would you like to hear a little bit from The Guardian? Make their lives a little bit easier than the rest of them, innit? Yeah. It's like the stonecutters. 
You know, yeah. they, you know, get the special privileges. Yes, yeah, so they'll get a special card now. One of the sort of paramedics stealing it <laughs> <laughs> if they're well, working on you. Yeah. This Can is we, from the yeah. Guardian. Oh, do you want to have a... Can I have a piss break? break? Yeah, Chris, go. Yeah. Thank you. This is an article from the Guardian. Mm. A respectable mm. newspaper for once. Uh, Freemasons are blocking reform, says Police Federation leader. Steve White, stepping down as chair, says the society is thwarting progress of women and B-A-M-E people. What do you think that stands for? B-A-M-E. Black and minority. minority Ethnic. Ethnic. Ah. Oh. Uh, Reform in policing is being blocked by members of the Freemasons and their influence in the service is thwarting the progress of women and people from black... Oh, there you go. It's supposed to be black Asian minority. Uh, Black minority ethnic communities. The leader of the rank and file officers has said Critics of the Freemasons say the organisation is secretive and serves the interests of its members over the interests of the public. The Masons deny this, saying they uphold values in keeping with public service and high morals. White told The Guardian, What people do in their private lives is a matter for them. When it becomes an issue is when it affects their work. There have been occasions when colleagues of mine have suspected that Freemasons have been an obstacle to reform. We need to make sure that people are making decisions for the right reasons and there is a need for future continuing cultural reform in the Fed which should be reflective of the makeup of policing. So, yeah, like we said, on a low, on a low sort level, of low level... You're a promising black room. copper. Yeah. You're the chief inspector, you're amazing. Yeah. You stop him getting the iron. Yeah. On that level, I think, yes, I can accept they're probably wheeling and dealing on that sort of local council level. Yeah. You know, yeah, the yeah. local police force. Do I think they're still collected to loom, connected to the Illuminati? No, I do not. Not your little pissant ones. Maybe the top, most prestigious ones. Maybe the one Prince, what did you say? Who's a member? Prince Eddie? Who's yeah, Edward, yeah. Maybe the one he's a member of is a prestigious one that is gets a shout, gets a say in the Illuminati, gets invited to Bohemian Grove. Oh, definitely. Every year. Him and Andrew, he was, uh, had some dodgy mates. Mm. He did, yeah, that. That was he an American businessman who yeah. was uh, going to Thailand to have sex with children, and he was mates oh. with him, and he apparently been to Thailand with him, and all oh, got buried pretty quick. What an idiot, Jeffrey somebody, I forget his name. The only Jeffrey I know is Dharma. It wasn't him. <laughs> it wasn't him. Been Jeffrey, I know. <laughs> Some American businessman. Pals with Clinton, right? Well, of course, yeah. I mean, the Clinton County. I think Bill Clinton. Was, did we see Bill Clinton was amazing. Um, I don't know. I didn't get a list of famous. I just had a list of presidents. There's other societies there isn't. There's oh yeah, he was a president for fuck's sake. <laughs> I just want to apologise to everyone. Today. Um, I've been a bit sloppy today. <laughs> Slurring my words, forgetting Bill Clinton's a president and mispronouncing a lot of things. Oh, they you, Ben. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. There's a cat. So... Shall we go on to some famous Freemasons? Then? Yeah, let's have a look at some of these people. Because this is sort of confirm our theories, won't it? That yeah. the top-level guys are really could have been running the show at one point, and, the, and what you've got left is a kind of local council level. Yeah. They go to the Mason House on a Wednesday. Get drunk. On a Thursday, they go and play squash at the local racket centre. Pretty golf. Know. Pretty golf. Yeah, they've tried the BMs. Yeah. Yeah, these are, these are the, the flash fuckers you mean you like, don't like seeing you got a bit of money. And one of them is definitely called Gerald. Of course. So, well, on Ranker.com, 
That's Dave Ranker, not Wanker. A... <laughs> yeah, don't go to that website. It's entirely different. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mark's personal website. <laughs> it's a live stream of him masturbating. <laughs> How often do you think I'd do it? Maybe <laughs> you build her a back catalog or you release the website. I don't know. It's not live then, is it? You're free. Oh, you see, it's live, just record it. Look, back to the Freemasons. <laughs> <laughs> so, who's this? Who's top of the famous? Well, number one is Richard Pryor. For fuck's sake. Wow. I would never have guessed. No, me either. In a million years. Apparently, he was a Freemason. Number two, George Washington. That copper said they didn't let black people in. Oh, they. they do uh, the the British Army Lodge, one of the British Army Lodges in America in the 1700s, 1770s, uh, admitted uh, fifth, gave they admitted fifteen African American members, and when the British pulled out, mm. they gave them the permission to create a lodge and recruit their own members. Pulled <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> when we when we lost the American War of Independence and left, uh, yeah. <laughs> we, okay, we, the, the lodge uh, let them. Create their own yeah. members, so and there they, are. They were, I think, they were the first uh, African lodge. They were known as. There's all women, Freemasons as well. Oh, that answer. We had a listener we question did. on Facebook from a, a listener in Spain, your friend, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do they let women in? Yeah. Some lodges in the states, from what I was seeing, have started to let women in, but it's on a lodge by lodge basis, basically. Yeah. And I heard no that national it was, rules. It's has to be all women, but mm. they don't recognise mixed. Oh. Apparently. Well, once again, listen. No, some lodges do, but then they're not recognised by the main lodges. Yeah, oh, okay. If so they have like, women and men. Like so that's when they're more like a social club, isn't it? You want to mm. take the misses with you. I why are you going to that Mason's club every weekend? Yeah, yeah, why can't yeah. I come? And then you, oh, let's, let's, let's let the women in and have we a mix. 1970s Britain. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. This is exactly what it is. I've got to stay back here and do the cooking and cleaning and you're on work. This bloody masonry, what are you doing? Yeah, that's it. Fucking hell. Fuck, I think I'm a bit lost now. All I can think of is like... Next you'll be saying there's a... Barry, no. A black problem? <laughs> I think I already told you at the first the black lodge. I approve. Yeah. <laughs> I approve of the black masons. Well, I was going to say, once again, listening, you were the fact checker. We think some women are allowed in some of them, but they might not be recognised by the main one. Yep. Look it up. No, I'm really <laughs> joking. I tried. So, Clark Gable. Number three is Clark Gable. Wow. He's also number 75 on the coolest actors ever. Wow. <laughs> and in the Freemasons. <laughs> and 44 on the most beloved US veterans. Oh. Don Rickles, number four. Who's he? American stand-up oh, actor. Okay. Uh, Benjamin Franklin, number five. Yeah, one of the founding fathers. Number six, Jesse Jackson. Yeah. Hmm. Fair Seven, Franklin D. Roosevelt. Yeah, president. Eight, Oscar Wilde. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Do it that. Nine, Andy Jackson. Ten, John Wayne. Oh, oh makes I, sense. I could definitely believe Marion was in yeah. there. <laughs> Theodore Roosevelt, oh, number 11. Teddy Roosevelt, badass. Oh, Teddy looks like Robin Williams. Number 12, Harry Houdini. Oh, oh. He was in it, but he disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that shit. Number 13, August, Ernest Borgnine. Who? Is it? He was out of um, Poseidon Adventure. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I recognise him, but... 
you you who's the sin films in years old Mel no Blank Mel Blank Bugs yeah. fucking bunny was wow. in the Freemasons I bet he really pissed people off doing the voices during the rituals it always ended with the, that's all folks <laughs> Inappropriate Mel. <laughs> Charles Lindbergh. Well. Um, Voltaire. Uh, oh, well, a video game. <laughs> from the 80s. He was a philosopher, wasn't he? He was, yeah. He lived in Britain. He um, fell out with Napoleon. Well, a lot of people did, didn't they? Mm. He was famous for his wit, apparently, and his attacks on the Catholic Church. Well, good, eh? Gerald Ford, the president of that. Mm. Count Bassey, whoever that is, or Basie. Oh, he's a singer. Oh, jazz. I don't mean that jazz oh, either. Jazz pianist, okay. The present William McKinley. Thurgood Marshall. Man, what a name, Thurgood. Yeah. That's, that name but needs George to be George Thurgood. Man. That name needs to be George Thurgood. Do you use Bad to the Bone? But as a first yeah, yeah, yeah. name, <laughs> it's still a good book. It's, yeah, it's close. <laughs> but as a first name, man, Thurgood. Thurgood? Yeah, Get in they, here, they Thurgood. said that. It's not, yeah. Thurgood! I like it. I want it. Mm. Anyway, who was he? The first black judge, African American judge, maybe. Yeah, Am Supreme Court. Right? Supreme Court. Good lad. William Howard Taft. What did he do? He, he was the president. president. Oh. He also got beat up by Carl Panzram. Who was he? He was a, a hobo serial sort of. Oh man, isn't the last podcast in the last episode? He was a serial killer. Yeah. Uh, but he was like. He, around, he had all these thinking weird adventures as a serial killer, it was mad. Oh, he beat up a president. Also, yeah, he did, because uh, Taft had wronged him, like, 20, 16 years before. He showed his head, beat Taft up and took his gun. That's right. <laughs> Didn't kill him, weirdly. No, I think someone turned up and he was uh, driven off. Uh, it's, a this, it's a good episode, actually. That. You, don't a, you don't kill a president. Yeah, well, true. Mark Twain is next on the list. Famous writer. Uh a humorist. Rumours of my death have been greatly exaggerated. Is what <laughs> he said. He was a, a Freemason then. Yeah. I don't know. He might not have been one of the evil ones. Glenn Ford, he was an actor. Mm-hmm. Never heard of him. No. Will Rogers, that's a... I've heard the name. A motion picture actor. Yeah. I've heard of him. Cecil B. DeMille. Director. Yeah. Gene Archery. Actor. Duke Ellington, I've heard that name. Singer. George Wallace. Politician, Governor of Alabama. Alabama. Douglas MacArthur. Who's he? Guy that's uh, in charge of the US Army Forces in the um, Second World War in Japan, in the Eastern Theatre. Okay. Sugar Ray Robinson. Oh, that one's a bit. Yeah, is that boxer in? Well, you say all boxers are stupid? They do get punched in the head a lot. Well, I heard that this is a lot like Scientology and you've got to have the money to move up the degrees. I suppose so, uh, yeah. Yeah, you've got a point. And the status, the fame. Michael Richards, I know his face. He's Plus, he could just threaten him. He's a fucking... He's the champ. He's... Let me in the Masons. No, smack. Yeah, Let me in the Masons. All right, then. He could punch his way in. Yeah. <laughs> Some Seinfeld and he... Yeah, I've seen him in quite a few things. John Phillips, so... so Sousa? He looks like the guy from Jumanji. 
Composer. Rudyard Kipling? Oh, that doesn't surprise me. No. Louis Armstrong, Peter Sellers. Peter Sellers. Peter Sellers. His last film, actually. Um, a film called Being There. It's all about him. He's like... Uh, well, he was a gardener, but he was very simple. He was, very, he was a bit of a simpleton, like. Right. And uh, he gets promoted to like being the president. And because the Freemasons are behind him, they think they can manipulate him. Oh, right. Some secret society. And that was his last film. Yeah. And, and in it, there's a funeral. The last president dying. And he's been... Or, or CEO of some company. And he's been carried into a... Uh, sort of a, a temple thing. And it's got the pyramid in the eye above it. Yeah. The all-seeing eye. But I watched an internet... Louis Armstrong? Louis fucking Armstrong. John Hancock. That's why you call the signature John Hancock. There's yeah. my factoid. Oliver Hardy. Oh, not Lowell. Maybe. Oliver fucking Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> W.C. Fields. Jack Dempsey. Boxer, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Red Skeleton. Red Skeleton. He was an American entertainer. I remember me nan liking Red Skeleton. Mm. Oh. I never heard him before. I just... J. Edgar. Oh, you cross-dressing fuck. Yeah. <laughs> With the wrong cross-dressing, J. Edgar Hoover shouldn't be doing it in the FBI. Ty Cobb. Baseball. Patrick Roy Rogers. Famous Cowboys. Willie Mays. Tim Orton. The list goes on and on and on. Arthur Conan Doyle. Arthur Conan Doyle. So, yeah. Right. What are we saying? What do you think? I think what I said earlier, I'm going with the, the, the very the tippy tip of that pyramid is something else now. It's not the Masons. They may, evolved. they may call themselves Masons. They may keep that as a public face of it, but yeah. really it's something a lot more sinister. Yeah. Whereas your blokes in the, the Dawley Lodge, the St. George's Lodge, the Wellington Lodge around here, mm. they're just like local Duke councillors yeah there's an influence there they'll get, help each other out they'll get each other's family off any offences if they can get you off a speeding ticket yeah that kind of thing it's nothing too serious yeah it's a bit corrupt and they shouldn't really they shouldn't mm. be in those positions and looking out for each other but do you think back in the day in the 1700s they were men of extreme influence I would say so but that, I do that's what I, yeah but that's yeah, the, but, but they just evolved into like yeah, the military yeah. industrial complex yeah. they've got shares in arms firms and they're engineering events yeah well just think that's just the Freemasons <laughs> I think mm. even if there's just another dozen or, or so secret societies that's yeah. another whole lot of people yeah, well, you, society let's say that Skull and Bones and the Freemasons are constantly jostling to get their man in yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, does that yeah. worry a bit? Yeah, it shouldn't does. It, shouldn't it be? Because they're, they're like, it's an agenda. Then. It's not one bloke trying to go in and make a difference. It's an agenda of an entire organisation. Mm. Corporate scum. Yeah. I love. I mm -hmm. suckle at the teat of the corporate um, mother. <laughs> mm, mummy, <laughs> sell me things. <laughs> what have you bought recently? Uh, no, actually, been quite good this weekend. Haven't spunked any money this weekend been good but I'm just saying in general that's my life I 
slave away for four weeks, sometimes five, for them to give me a wedge. I then spunk that wedge away and then sell my soul for another four weeks. <laughs> it's true. For the next wedge. It's and very true. On and on. Yeah, but don't you want a place where you don't have to sell your soul? <laughs> Well, that, wouldn't that be nice? It would be nice if I could all have a the, job. All the if my job needs. was tickling Care Bears, yeah. <laughs> that would be an amazing job. But. You know, where all our basic needs are met, mm. society that takes care of people. Well, yeah, that'd be great, but it's not going to work because we're not in these, we're not in a society to change anything. Yeah. Where at lunchtime you get a nice hot soup and a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> of a homely woman who dished out your soup. <laughs> she does wipe her hand in between services. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wet wiping as she goes to the roof. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I conclude what I said earlier exactly the same. I kind of went, I'm basically the same as you, Ben. I think, yes, they still have some influence, but I think in a local politics level, maybe, yeah. uh, you know, I think once upon a time they were installing presidents and setting up countries like America. But like you say, I think that evolved into something else. But like the people lower down have been left with the remnants of it, the yeah. name, the symbology. But it's nothing. It's just a boys' club, I think. Yeah, yeah. So what do you reckon, Mike? I I think it might be still a little bit more sinister. Even the sort of. Well, we got the Hillsborough. Did you so you got something on that? No, not Hillsborough. What was what, it? But no, I don't. Well, apparently the Hillsborough disaster. Yeah. There was Freemasons involved in that that were stopping the we truth say coming out. What the Hillsborough disaster is, just yeah, in case probably. anyone is listening abroad. Uh, football fans. What Liverpool pumped, fans. Yeah, they pumped in more than. The more people were allowed into the stand than it could take. There was a. It was a Liverpool versus. Uh, Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest held at Hillsborough, which is Sheffield Wednesday yeah. Stadium. Yeah. Uh, 96 Liverpool fans were tragically killed in the crush. And kind of trampling, and it was a one of the darkest days in British football. Yeah. yeah, and it was covered up by police and journalists alike, wasn't it? Yeah, and government. Well, and the, well, the papers and that, and the police were saying it was the fans. That yes, the, the papers accused the because the they were Liverpool fans and Liverpool the Sun, wasn't it? So the Sun in particular had a oh they were and then even to the point where the Sun was reporting that Liverpool fans were stopping policemen giving CPR to victims and looting the dead and things That's like that. Proper horrible shit, mate. So how was the Freemasons involved in the cover-up? Yeah. Yeah, to protect... Well, because... The head, the head chief inspector, or whatever his name, he, he was a Freemason. Yeah, so the police were at fault for yeah. letting so many people through. And he through. came out in court. Yeah. But apparently... Finally, the truth has come out now in 2018. The truth finally came out, didn't it? Did, yeah. To a point, I guess. Because we don't know if he's a... The Mason did it, do we? Well, do we? they could cover for each other. So the, the Mason yeah. who's on the horse, Liverpool has a streaming pass because he's a low-level Mason. He might sort of get a bit of help because he shouldn't let so many people through. Mm-hmm. And from the, the guy above him, and then he speaks to the guy above him who's the inspector. Yeah, but you know if the inspector got the chop, there's someone else above him. Yeah. You know, it might go away to the Home Secretary. You yeah, know, but, you know? but another Grand Mason isn't going to chop another Grand Mason. No, so do you he's think they covered for it, didn't yeah. they? But in the end, it came out in court because mm. only because the families are so, you know, brave and courageous to carry on fighting and fighting yeah. for the courts to get the truth out, clear their the name of the, the deceased. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You were making dead people. It'd be and, and the, you're making oh, it's yeah. a tragedy. And it, it came was, out. It was the police fault. You were making them out so, to and push they it. and they covered it up. They were trying. To, the, yeah, they were trying to push yeah. it without tickets, weren't they? And the guy was a mason. Now I don't think I think the court. I think they they. 
said that that's as far as it went with the Masons or whatever. They didn't really investigate into it, I don't think. But so no, but do you think the, the Masons are up to nefarious deeds? Yeah. Like, uh, Certainly on some level. Well, they could, you know, say a Mason o is, is a head CEO of a arms company, yeah? Yeah. And he wants to get these weapons sold. Yeah, he's used. Got, he wants a government contract. Yeah. He wants to sell his stuff to the government. <coughs> and he knows somebody else is a Mason who is... Not in his lodge, but, you know, still a, he, maybe he's a higher-ranked Mason than them. Yeah. He can use that influence. And he might be a defence secretary or someone yeah. else in that sort of you can't tell me civil that, service. Because they you, can get... You can't tell me that... The, 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 the higher ranks of Masons or don't, various lodges might have a meet-up at some point. Mm. Or you... Thirty-third-degree Masons all might pop round and have a coffee one day. <laughs> you know, you don't know. Coffee morning in yeah, Costa Coffee. Yeah, you don't know things. You don't know, do you? So, so maybe they do communicate in that way. Oh, so and so is a thirty-third-degree Mason. This isn't just Lodge. And oh, how old are them? Because you got to turn your down. You're fraternal well, brothers. Yeah. You do the handshake. I think the you're majority off on one leg. You roll your toes a leg up. Like you say, they help each other out. Yeah. They make their lives a little bit better than the rest of us. Yeah. Favours. Favours and all this. Giving family members jobs, things yeah, like that. You know, but they have to do weird, stupid rituals to get these minor benefits, you know? I'd rather just not do the dumbass rituals. I yeah, but if you've, got, if you've got a massive fucking uh, tax... Dicks, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you've got a massive tax bill, yeah. you know, Shh. then you might be able to get that rid of you. Rid, you well, might, help me with it, yeah. Or might yep. get that pushed back to the back of the mm. line, so... You got three years to deal with. Yeah, it. but that's different yeah. than from being a member of the New World Order and the Illuminati and ordering Syrian strikes, isn't it? I yeah. Think back in the day, they were installing presidents. But I think, yeah, they, I know what you're saying. It's not good for them to have any influence over local things, no matter how big or small. And I do agree, yeah. But I think if we put it in perspective, I don't think they're up to much these days. I don't think. I th- Certainly, that your local types aren't. They're just doing the stuff on the lower level. Yeah, maybe they're dishing it in context. I do think that the top, top boys, mm. they might call themselves Masons, they might wear the garb, they don't believe in that shit anymore. They sold their soul for money. And yeah. they just all, they use that as a as a, a system to a point, but really they're just all in about for themselves and yeah. they can engineer stuff. I mean, patting each other's backs. Patting each other's backs, feeding each other with money. Yeah. I'll get you a cheap deal at the Mercedes dealership. Don't you worry, yeah. Gerald. You know, my man there. I've got a salesman there. So, come here, have a little um, bladder empty break. Of course we can. And then wrap this bad boy up. Yeah, some flags and some... Yeah, some weird news. Some weird news to wrap it up. Good stuff. Splendid. So, uh, let's finish on some weird news and never go full, Alex. Hey. So, Mike, do you want to pass me this uh, first bit of weird news? Yeah. Ah, from The Guardian, MI5 agents cannot commit crime in UK. No, no, can. They can. Can. Commit. So, can commit crime. That wouldn't be much headline, would it? Well, I couldn't see. There's a thing in the way. <laughs> MI5 agents cannot commit crime in UK. <laughs> The most yeah. professional podcast <laughs> on the internet. That thing in the way, I couldn't see it. <laughs> Secret order and authorised criminality by spies made public after legal battle by rights groups. Well, of course they could commit crimes. How else are you supposed to do car chases and rooftop yeah. gunfights? Yeah, to kill, innit? Yeah. yeah. How are you supposed to, you know... I tell you what Bond was in my six. Yeah, but do you want an unelected body being able to commit crimes in the UK... 
unbeknownst to anybody. Yeah. But at the if same sometimes, t- yeah. if you have to crash a speedboat into a, an office block, yeah, to, to save a terrorist, a yeah, yeah, and we I yeah. say all fucking power yeah. to you. Yeah. If, if there's going to be a gun battle on a roof between yeah. a bunch of MI5 agents and, you know, some, some shady homegrown terrorists and the MI5 agents... not with, necessarily Muslim. No, I'm just saying it could yeah. be, yeah, homegrown yeah. terrorists. Yeah. It could be uh, alt-right, who knows? Yeah. Apparently they followed more alt-right terror attacks recently than Islamic terror attacks. That is slander. The alt-right isn't that bad. I'm, I'm joking, I'm not an old member. That's what I heard, anyway. So, but I do so, think, yeah, yeah MI5 but do, do, but do I want to know about that? No, I don't. But no. do you want them, you know, selling crack in Soho to fund proxy wars? Well, Mike, it depends how good the crack is. Yeah. <laughs> proxy wars in it. Syria, <laughs> trying to start World War Three. Do we want that? No, but we no, do we want them. No, we established that on the last one. But we do want them... Taking out bad guys in very visually yeah. stylistic ways. Yeah, cars flipping. Yeah, very slow mo bullet time. Yeah. That's what we want. And we, they we need to wear shirts, don't we? I mean, yeah, yeah with a dead bad guy and you look yeah. cool no, and shagging a really hot like. Yeah, yeah. with the SS of them to stars. See, that's what it ends up with. Maybe we get a bit ahead of us. Dragging you off in the middle of the night. No, no, maybe it just means they could steal a cream egg and they don't have to pay for it. Yeah, maybe we're glamorising it a little bit. Yeah, because they need. Maybe they, they need go to Smiths, right, and they get the meal deal and they don't pay for it. Maybe that's it's that flash, benefit. They well, flash a little card. We'll, we'll never yeah. know, we'll never know, because guidance it's... about when British spies can commit crimes and how far they can go remains confidential. Uh, of course, it's, it's a secret yeah. fucking organisation. It's a secret service. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's the secret intelligence service. Yeah. It's, it's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> the name, the clues in the name. Yeah, well, no, I know. I'm arguing, is this a good thing? Well... If they're protecting the country, then yes, it is. Yeah, but what if they're corrupt with the CIA, which were because what if they were okay? No, this a poor name. What if they're British? We're not corrupt. Yeah, how dare you suggest that, Mike? <laughs> Our parliament is full of up- well, morally upholding civilians, yeah. citizens. It's uh, yeah, twats, <laughs> thieves. Was it what um, <coughs> Dennis Skinner said? Like, Our view Tories sat over there are crooks, and the speaker mm. said, "You can't say that." He goes, "All right then." Oh, you over there aren't crooks. <laughs> that is the best line ever in Parliament, that is. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> I hope it got a good reaction. <laughs> you got booted out for the day. <laughs> but if you got booted out for the day and you knew you come back tomorrow, I'd give him the fingers or what? <laughs> I'd walk in and accept my... I've come to accept my reward. Walk into a, a hero's entrance. I'd hope to... I'd like to think from my own party. Yeah. I'd have st- uh, Stone Cold's music playing as I came in. You walk in and crash two beers together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, flip the bird. Yeah. The speaker Best. of the house, fingers to him. Yeah. Best Prime Minister ever. <laughs> yeah, oh, that would be. <laughs> if we could somehow vote Stone Cold. Have you ever seen Idiocracy? <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Well, Stone Cold would be. They get arrested, don't they? As, pro- as yeah, president, it's amazing. Have you yeah. seen that? Yeah, movie? I have. Yeah, 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 it's a great movie. It is. Mike Judge, isn't it? Yeah. Legend. Yes. Beavis. Um. So, right. What do we think? Yeah, they're doing it. I yeah, think, I think, I think they're fine. doing it. Yeah. I, I, I don't have a problem with it as long as I'm not getting bombed, nail bombed in a shopping centre. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that quote. Authorized criminality is the most 
intrusive power a snake yeah. can wield. That was your fear, wasn't Smart. it? But also, yeah. it means you could do an awesome high-speed uh, you can do a G-turn or throwing a handgun at yeah. the window. In a car that you just just took up vendetta, for God's sake. <laughs> I know, yeah, but... but J-turn. You're like, um... The other guys, he's in the film. Yeah. You know, like, the Rock and Samuel L. Yeah, Jackson as yeah, those really cool cops. Yeah. That's how I five in my mind. Yeah. So I'm like driving a Dodge Charger down the road. Yeah, firing and Samuel was about to get the window and my partner just jumps onto the roof and dodges bullets and fires back. And yeah, that's what yeah. they do to terrorists. Yeah, yeah man. absconded at night with a hood <laughs> over your head <laughs> someone catching you smoking a joint. Well... It would be our fault for doing terrorist behaviours if yeah. you get taken away. And I won't get taken away because if you've done nothing wrong, Mike, you got nothing to fear. I've heard that on the news. I mean, no, I trust with you that is. It's okay for them right. to take away our freedom we'll yeah. because I haven't done anything wrong. And just for the record, James Bond would fuck Jesus up in a fight. Oh, God, yeah. I agree yeah. with that. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. We'll move on to something less contentious. <laughs> <laughs> Scientists just made sheep-human hybrids. Oh, wow. Here's what you need to know. Okay. This is from sciencealert.com. Our science officer. <laughs> with his Research Where do I sign up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, is it half woman? Half, is the top half a sheep and the bottom half a woman? It's all my like, dreams come true. Is it like a mermaid? sheep-human hybrid embryos that could one day represent the future of organ donation by using body parts grown inside on natural engineered animals. Oh, I want one tomorrow. <laughs> what the fuck? They need to sell it a bit better. Yeah. I'm going to get you a new um, a new liver, Mr. Vincent. Oh, amazing. Where from? It's from an unnatural engineered animal. See, oh, great. I don't like the word unnatural uh, uh, yeah. in that sentence. Kill me now. doesn't <laughs> sound good, does it? No. Can you get your bike, 99% sheep, 1% human. Well, I don't want it. Oh, so we get the stem cells out of them. And so we haven't got to use the little fetuses that have been aborted. So it's a more... You know, it, 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 we're yeah. still getting that technology. We're just sidestepping it by mm. doing something more weird. Yeah, I think this is quite an important... Because we've got to have stem cells. Though. Well, yeah, but this is an important paragraph to not get peeped because the headline's a bit uh, sensational, isn't it? Admittedly, the human portion of the embryos created in the experiment before they were destroyed after 28 days is exceedingly small. But the fact it exists at all is what generates considerable controversy in this field of research. Yeah, it's 1% human. So it ain't much at all, but, we, but like, it's still there. The stem cell thing, like, that can, that's really, that can cure a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, I know it can't. And it should be, in my opinion, like, mm. Kim, we should be researching that shit more than we certainly are. Yeah. Did you so, see Mel Gibson and his mate on Joe Rogan? Well, let me guess they're against it. No, they fucking love it. Really? Saved his 93-year-old dad's, brought him back to life kind of thing. Well, 
Joe Rogan oh, swears by necromancy, it. can it? <laughs> yeah, 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 enough stuff yes. sells necromancy. There, no, he didn't it? bring him back from death. Just, I mean, gave him some, you know, some. I need pep. Yeah, some pep in his cock. I don't uh-huh. know. Uh, you know, yeah. You're here first. Mel Gibson's a necromancer. <laughs> <laughs> Spread that like wildfire. No, I want Mel to come back. He's had enough. He's paid for his crimes. Let him back into the movie land. He doesn't deserve to be out there in wilderness. He's doing Passion of the Christ too. Oh God, no! I just meant Lethal Weapon. I want him to do some action movies. No, he's too. he's directing Passion of the Christ too. Oh. It's how oh, the sequel. He's dead. He's the resurrection this oh, time. Oh fuck! I forgot about that bit. <laughs> That's a bit. You're. He's gonna come back and fight you again. Yeah. yeah that's, that's what you're gonna wait. That's what you're gonna wait inside his tomb every three days and find new and interesting ways to shank him in the kidneys. Mm, I will just shank him the same old way every time. <laughs> Fucking hippie. So, uh, what do we think? Is this good? Why are they doing it? Why yeah, are they doing I think it? You're gonna some organs. Do you want to hear from stem cell biologist Hiro Nakakuchi from Stanford University? With that kind of name, yes, oh, I do. Oh yes, please. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> The contribution of human cells so far is very small. It's nothing like a pig with a human face or human brain. Oh, man. Uh, it would make it harder to eat bacon if that was the case, wouldn't it? But what if you've got a lung that was grown in a sheep and, you, I don't know, you start eating grass instead of you know, taking up the arse from a sweaty Welsh bloke? <laughs> <laughs> or a New Zealander? Well, that's um, a mild day, guys. I can understand why you've been... You know. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> hey, I did it once. It's an initiation. <laughs> you a mason now? What <laughs> <laughs> organ? A Welsh mason. <laughs> a Welsh member of the Bullenden Club. <laughs> Not a pig, it's a sheep. You have to put your dick in a sheep's mouth while it's still alive. I had to give a job to, to a ram. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, way. Welsh people. Yeah, me too. My dad's Welsh, so come on, I'm allowed. So yeah. Okay, uh, all in the name of science. Whatever weird shit they have to do, if it's if it's designed to keep us alive and help us, God, keep going. I say, yeah, boys. I'd I'd quite like some stem cells for my inev- inevitable liver failure. Yeah, but what about these poor hybrids that are just bred for organs? Yeah, but it's for our benefit. For yeah, them. yeah, I'm with. I'm They're not alive. Oh, I assume they. They wouldn't be kept alive. They'd be kept like, alive so the organs are alive. Yeah, no organs. Yeah, it's are not like they're going to be trying to oh, feel, is it? Yeah, fuck them, we'll eat the meat. Yeah. Shaving the wool. Yeah. Like we do with all the other sheep. You don't feel bad for them, do you? You'd love a nice lamb curry now, wouldn't you? I would, actually. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem with meat here. I'm not against killing and eating. It's right. the unnecessary suffering I can't Me too. I'm exactly... I'm, Absolutely yeah, and I am with you, but I just don't like to think about it because that makes yeah, my burger more delicious. I, that's why I don't think about it. Exactly, because then my steak bliss and I'm happy as yeah. fuck. With, 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 I, I agree with guys on that. Completely. On the meat thing, I, I hate the, 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 the cruelty of it. But my God, I love eating Raw. beef <laughs> and did, pork I and did, chicken. I did go vegetarian for a year. Yeah, I did go vegetarian for a year. I did. Piscatarian, I, I, I never have fish. But. Why? Because they don't have any feelings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did for quite a few years because of a girlfriend. I might have talked about it earlier before, possibly, but yeah, my first serious girlfriend, her entire family were vegetarians, and I became indoctrinated. But the problem was, I was so indoctrinated, after we split it up, I kept it up for a couple of years. Wow. And then one day thought, hang on, you don't have to do this. You can eat yeah. wonderful, greasy chicken. <laughs> so, yeah, um, have we got any more news? Yeah. <laughs> One more. <laughs> this one's for you guys. 
Oh, Robot to run for mayor in Japan, promising fairness and balance. No, do not do that. The robot is campaigning under the slogan "Artificial intelligence will change Tama City." No, it's being. Oh, people! Are gonna, Japanese people are going to vote for the robot. It depends if it looks like Mobile Suit Gundam. It's like really cool. Then. Oh yeah, yeah. Somebody's going to be like, "Yeah, I'll vote for that." I mean, fucking hell, I'd vote for it. <laughs> but I, this is where I get annoyed with these stories, though, because it's like artificial intelligence stories. He's not running. It didn't think for itself I'm going to run for Prime Minister and then <laughs> someone's fucking programming it's true. it true you are right you are right like, but what if it searches the net for like great leaders and you end up in like Caesar and Napoleon and that kind that. of Hitler what if he, he discovers Hitler yeah. and thinks oh he's alright he, he, he knows what right he's doing idea. he had the right idea what yeah. if that robot then goes yeah and that's why the, 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 those bots on the internet that reply to human behaviour you know they did an experiment mm-hmm. Well, like, they, they put these bots on, on, on in Twitter and stuff, and like most yeah, of the stuff they post is racist. Because yeah. it I probably mean, does. Yeah. This is how the robocalypse starts. Mm. And I want no part of it. it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, when its face is on posters and slow. I'd, I'd Fuck yeah, it's another sexy robot with yeah. big <laughs> boobies. Oh, no, I would shag her. She's completely silver, but she's pretty. I, yeah, I Gaz, you're gonna have to shoot her in the face one day. With what? Penis? No, with a gun. Oh, but... uh, well, no, I'll have to shoot one of her hordes of robot army drone soldiers. They could all look like her, Phil, you know. Oh, well, I hope not. I'll shoot above their heads like they did in World War. But then you're dead. Oh, well, what a way to go. Well, shot to death and beaten to death by, by sexy <laughs> female robots. Yeah, they're giving that beautiful, cold, dead emotion. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. I'd vote for her. <laughs> no, seriously, I would. Well, because, it's better than most options. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, and it's they're not, fucking real. They're not going to be corrupted. They're not going to be corrupted. They are by the internet, by pe- racist people tweeting them and then taking that as public opinion. What it does is it, it would analyse petitions put forward to the council, breaking down the pros and cons and statistically dictating what effect they would have. Ah, so we've got yeah, to I cold, don't want to live in that robo-logic world. Yeah, cold does. machine logic. Yeah. That's what we need. No, we don't. We do. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm shouting. <laughs> Very loud noises. Um, I I get it. In theory, that sounds lovely. So everything works right and blah blah blah. But yeah, well, it could make a decision that doesn't benefit you. Yeah, and then could, what do you do? You could make a decision that the poor are a burden on society, and you'd be yeah, shocked. Execute us all because you know it's like. Well, there is that. There is that for us. <laughs> you know, there is that. Uh, oh, thing we could have a lot more money for public stuff if we just shot all the poor people on yeah. benefits. Because that would be cold robotic logic. Or executed your dogs. Yeah, because they're fouling. Yeah, and they cost money. And cats are a nuisance generally, so maybe you shoot all the cats. That's cold robotic logic. Maybe they stove your nan's head in. With a solid metal fist. Because old people are a drain on the NHS. Yeah, it's to be like Asimov's Three Laws of Robotics. Yeah, but there's... That's a book, though. I know, but if you something like that... Yeah, but there's flaws in that. Well, not if you word it properly. Yeah, but you also say Asi- Well, there's flaws in Asimov's design. No, there's no flaws. All I can no. say is, Mike... No, he, yeah, actually, he created the flaws, so the whole point of the story was that yeah, the stories you, were based on... Yeah, we, we the, start using that and there's flaws. Exploiting the flaws in that. Yeah. But what you do, you create something that doesn't have any flaws. All I'm going to say is that robot... Has well, you've got to break those those rules because like, you wouldn't have a, a robot surgeon in that case because they've got to hurt people to make them better. 
But they can't hurt anyone, well, so you've, you've, got to, you've got to flaunt those laws, and that's where well, you get you'd the... Well, you have a little stipend at the end of each thing, wouldn't you? But that's so where you, you get the, the breaks in the code, and they, they spread out. It's, it's <laughs> what I was in Westworld, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I'm re-watching that, because the new series out. It is. Today. Next week? Is it? Oh. Today, Monday. Today. No, tom- tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, yes. yeah. I thought it was next week, yeah. It's, um... Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Morgan Anthony Hopkins is back in it. Well, all oh. I'm going to say is, that robot in this story here has a... Fantastic rack, <laughs> shiny metal. She does have very sort of. Um, and she's got pronounced mounds. Pronounced a pronounced bosom with little nipples as well. Yes, she's got lipstick on. That's like kind of sexualising the robot, isn't it? Of so all them Japanese and you know robot fans, and there's probably a lot of them. The and the, me and Gaz. Would vote for her on if, purely on and based on her if looks. You were, if you two were in the room, I'd be wanking myself <laughs> to death. <laughs> well, I'd vote for it because I think that's the way forward. AI, she, not an it. Sorry, I'm joking. Uh, I don't <laughs> think AI is the way forward, Mike. Not running us. No, of course. We don't. No, we don't want to turn them decisions over to the robots. You're giving up your time. That's Terminator, man. You're giving up. We're your... not giving it the license to kill. We're giving it the, the license to organise no, society in an efficient way. We're we can do it. It's going to be like the ultimate. No, because all them, all, them, all them Twitter fucking, all them right-wing tweets will make it become self-aware and end up with the robot Nazis. We don't let it read the right-wing tweets. <laughs> it's like, it's going to have access to the clothes. Well, it's going to have, it's going to be more intelligent than us anyway, so it's either going to help us or destroy us. But what if it decides that the, the right-wing system well, we is got, the, we've got the, no the way you go? We've got to take that risk. 50-50, baby, roll the dice. <laughs> what if? <laughs> It's going to come to fruition. future, roll the dice. <laughs> it's going to come to fruition anyway, so it's going to happen. So we are rolling the dice. Well, what if she actually agrees to have sex with me? <laughs> and I give her her first orgasm. Right. And it creates such a surge that like the electricity and the power grid of the city that she controls Is this just in your ego? No, and I explode. I, to say my I make it come so hard that the entire island of Japan explodes. In a, no, you disappoint yeah. her so much. Humanity. <laughs> <laughs> she decides to kill us all. Kill all men. Yeah, it's like a lesbian robotic utopia. You humans are so obsessed with your sex, yet you are so poor at its <laughs> operation. <laughs> I will destroy you all now. <laughs> give me one, just give me two minutes. Give me, no, give me five minutes. Give me five minutes and I'll go again. <laughs> Half an hour. Oh, don't do this, babe. Well, the flesh is weak. <laughs> the <laughs> flesh is so weak. I'll stick my finger up your rear port if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Let me I've put a USB dildo. <laughs> <laughs> that robot would have a good time if I fucked it. Is all I'm going to say. All right, okay. we'll leave it on that note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bit of time That's for, my um, campaign promise. <laughs> Never go for Alex. And now, yes, to my favourite game show where... We'll play you a clip of Alex Jones, a clip of some other weirdo from the internet, and we have to decide who's talking the most sense this week, who's the most mental this week. Um, who's talking bad shit insane yes, this who, week? Are you more crazy than Alex? And remember, listener, never go full Alex. Were you trying to get crazy with this thing? Don't you know I'm local? So who have we got first? Who's this bad boy? We've got Jim Baker, who's like an evangelical preacher, TV. Oh, Lord. oh right. Ben's favourite? Yeah. 
And he wants people to buy his food buckets because we're heading for a hellish 42 months on planet Earth. Oh, so, hey, hey, you people already give me money. Buy my book, so, because the wars are in. Buckets? Food buckets. Food buckets. Is it a bucket containing food or an empty bucket that you... No, it's a bucket containing rations of dry food. Okay. I'd want more than a bucket, though, to be fair. A bucket still last you 40... I mean, how big a bucket are we talking? I mean... Uh, Well... It doesn't do what it says. I think that they've got 1,200 portions or something. That's a big-ass bucket. I think of a bucket as a... No, it's a big bucket. like... 20 litre bucket, I assume. Alright, well, let's listen to what Mondo de la Vega has to say. The news, though, is crazy. Oh, evil, it's insane. evil, evil. And oh, I've what, seen that. You know, how they're trying to destroy the, the president <laughs> and his family yeah. is this. God is speaking to me about it. What he is saying is he is going to send judgment and he's going to judge some people. Mm. that we can't judge mm-hmm. you know we're not to judge people but he can judge yeah and i believe there's going to be some things happening and we're going to be shocked there's coming a time when that's when he said the bible says there will be no food to eat and if you do get any food you have to sign over to the antichrist mm-hmm. that means you've sold your soul to the devil right and you say oh it, it, it will never be that evil What's going on right now? Half of America hates Jesus Christ. Half of America wants to destroy the president because he's standing up to save babies. That he stands up for re- religious freedom right. and all. And they're making him out as the Antichrist, as an evil person. This is, this is what's really, really sad. And it's time to be prepared because it's coming a time... When it will be too late yes. to get ready. Absolutely. And that's going to be a hellish 42 months yes. on planet Earth, mm-hmm. as it says right here in the Bible. And he says that your silver and your gold is going to be worthless. That's right. So people have been storing away silver and gold for the last days. Yeah. The only thing that you are going to want when these times come is going to be food to eat. And that's why we've spent our ministry for the last years putting together this food for survival. (laughs) That you can buy. You can buy for the lower price of... Exclusively from this website here. www.shotofense.com $1,500 for 32 staying alive buckets. Seven years for one person. It's not fucking cheap. No. Fifteen hundred dollars is like twelve hundred pounds, isn't it? Yeah. Of dehydrated food. Yeah. And I bet is uh, this forty-two months of hell? Does that directly relate to how long these buckets will last? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> you mother of it. Seven years. What's seven times twelve? Well, no, it's forty-two months is three and a half years. So he's saying the president is a man who. Um, who oh, so wants we're gonna buy more than haven't you? He's just said, this man, let's establish, because we have to say we, the game is to decide who's chatting the most batshit crazy stuff. This man here has just told us that President Donald Trump 
is a man who stands for religious freedom. The yeah. same president who introduced the Muslim travel ban <laughs> yeah. merely days after his... Hypocrisy is astounding, Oh, my life. So, he forgot that bit. What yeah. he means is Christian religious freedom. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they think they're being white persecuted. Christian, yeah. White Christian male... Half the country doesn't want to be Christian, guys. Half the country mm. hates them. Do they hate Jesus or just not? Does not believing in him mean you hate him? Yeah, it does, not. yeah. Yeah, that's what, that's what it does to them. It does to them, yeah. If you don't believe... It's not the, the thing... So if they're I was, with this, you're against us. I was sat in the park eating my ice cream on a hot summer's yeah. day yeah. and some... Christian guys says, I don't believe in uh, eating ice cream on a hot summer's day in the park. And, oh, great. So yeah. because, I, because I believe that, you can't do it. And that's what these guys want, isn't it? It's... I know, no, what this guy wants is... He, and, he wants to, and he wants to buy his food. Yeah. But that's what they want. That's, that's, they, they're being persecuted. Do they not... How can anyone sat at home watching this in America, even a deeply religious person, not maybe start to think, this man's telling me times are going to be so bad... We need food and survivalist. And at the same time, literally on the bottom of the screen, it's advertising to me his own branded <laughs> yeah. survival food yeah. buckets. Yeah, man. Something here isn't quite right. No. You know, it's pressure sales, telesales. The wars are on gas. Just basic sales. It's just. They fucking... believe in Armageddon. It's like, okay, I work for a DIY wholesalers. Our sales reps are going around at this time of year now saying, look, the sunshine's come in. So you got to buy some fence paint because people want to paint the fences in the sunshine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same fucking technique. Only he's saying, it's going to get rough out there. Well, a bit apocalyptic, you know. Not much food growing. Yeah. Buy a food bucket. 50% of people who don't believe in God, they want you dead. Persecuted yeah. Christians. And they're, how dare those same people are criticising our godly, freedom-loving president who wants religious freedom, yeah. Mr. Trump. A man who's had multiple affairs on, three, on his third mm. wife and potentially pissed on, and mm. well, got pissed on and <laughs> fucked her, fucked her uh, porn star. Do you know what I would love to do? Very godly, very godly. If yeah. anyone listening to this I know has drone strikes and mm. missile strikes to Syria. Syria. Yeah. Wouldn't it be fun if anybody listening to this had enough disposable income who... Uh, enjoyed our show to treat us to one of these books <laughs> and we opened it up on the show that would be awesome and then yeah. try, we could do a running experiment where we try to live off of it yeah. we, all, we all eat a bag of DIY yeah. food during the show and, oh this is actually fucking tastes like bullshit right. to be fair so this guy says that um, the world's going to an end and President Trump it represents religious freedom yeah so mark that on your batshit scale and let's hear what right, Mr Jones, Jones has got on the say. Joe Rogan experience Talking about the mean 12 dimensions. Okay, I've heard this and I love it. And we're on this planet and Einstein's physics showed it, Max Planck's physics showed it, all, there's at least 12 dimensions. And now that's why all the top scientists and billionaires are coming out saying it's a false hologram, it is artificial. The computers are scanning it and finding tension points where it's artificially projected and gravity's bleeding in to this universe. That's what they call dark matter. So we're like a thought or a dream that's a wisp in some computer program, some God's mind, whatever. They're proving it all. It's all coming out. Now, there's like this sub-transmission zone below the third dimension that's just turned over to the most horrible things. Is what it resonates to. And it's trying to get up into the third dimension that's just a basic level consciousness to launch into the next levels. 
and our species is already way up in the fifth, sixth dimension, consciously, our best people. But there's this big war trying to, like, basically destroy humanity because humanity has free will, and there's a decision to which level we want to go to. We have free will, so evil's allowed to come and contend, and not just good. And the elites themselves believe they're racing using human technology to try to take our best minds and build some type of breakaway civilization where they're going to merge with machines, transcend, and break away from the failed species that is man, which is kind of like a false transmission because they're thinking what they are is ugly and bad, projecting it onto themselves instead of believing, no, it's a human test about building us up. And so Google was set up. 18, 19 years ago, this was, I knew about this before it was declassified, I'm just saying I have good sources, that they wanted to build a giant artificial system, and Google believes that the first artificial intelligence will be a supercomputer based on the neuron activities of the hive mind of humanity with billions of people wired into it with the oh, internet of things and so all of our thoughts go into it and we're actually building a computer that has real neurons in real time that's also psychically connected to us that are organic creatures so that they will have current prediction powers future prediction powers a true crystal ball but the big secret is, once you have a crystal ball and know the future, you can add stimuli beforehand and make decisions that control the future. And so then it's the end of consciousness and free will for individuals, as we know, and a true 2.0 in a very bad way, hive mind consciousness with an AI jacked into everyone, knowing our hopes and dreams, delivering it to us, not in some PKD wirehead system where we plug in and give up on consciousness because of unlimited pleasure, but because we were already wired in and absorbed before we we knew it by giving over our consciousness to this system by our daily decisions that it was able to manipulate and control into a larger system. Holy fuck! Oh, oh. <laughs> can, can, I, can I go that first? That was amazing. He kept that was incredible. Like, over two minutes. Yeah, that was incredible. Can I go first? Because he's won. <laughs> the, the other guy was just trying to sell me stuff for fear. That is, you know what? I, I know we started at one point, but my God, we ended up with something completely different by the end of that, and all of a sudden I feel the need to go and buy Alex Jones' bulletproof vest and talk about rations. I mean, that was, that was incredible. Was that was amazing. Yeah. That was like a sci-fi novel. It was. Yeah. That was fucking incredible. The thing is, most of it made sort of sense. Uh, and it you followed it. it out. Yeah. It did actually yeah. make sort of, there was mm. some logic behind it. And that was, I saw that, I'm sure you two minutes and 46 seconds. Yeah. And virtually non-stop talking. Mm -hmm. He's rehearsed that. Nah, that's just coming off the top. You think? Do you know? I'm thinking he rehearsed it like a smart. Maybe thoughts he's had before. Yeah, but he's he probably said it before he showed. Yeah, but mm. I think that's coming up. That's why I say it every week. I really admire the guy as a he's, performer. He's one hell of a performer. He's um, a fantastic performer. That was incredible. And an improviser, like coming up with stuff like that. Uh, he's also, we should say, that's a clip from his Joe Rogan experience. He mm. was stoned as <laughs> fuck. Joe Rogan gave brilliant. him marijuana and whiskey, and this is the results. Isn't that what he used to do to me at the side? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I basically think, Alex Jones. <laughs> I think, I, I love this idea, and he's not the first one to have it. I used this in my little uh, audio book that I wrote, which is available on our Podbean feed, if you scroll right down to the bottom. It's called Mechafile. Uh, of, like... I use the idea of every single computer on Earth representing a brain cell and all being linked up to make a brain. I'm not the first person to have that idea, but he's no. talking about not the computers, 
our actual mm. minds being psychically linked up to a fucking supercomputer. They can predict the future. They're predicting the future based on all of our brain powers and wow. Yeah. I mean, imagine seven. You know, one human mm. brain is amazing. Imagine seven billion. The power of seven billion human brains. Yeah. Wow. What could that achieve? It'll probably have something. Whatever we do achieve, someone will find a way to monetize it and use it to sell sex. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Every new invention, sex is the first thing they yeah. bow onto it. Look at look, robot technology. Oh, the yeah. cutting edge of eyes. Robot brothels. <laughs> <laughs> It's so, true. I, mean, yeah, I suppose I haven't helped this episode by sexualizing the Japanese robot. But listen, <laughs> Google her. She was sexy and her tits are out. So uh, I mean, come on, I'm only a man. Um, so yeah, I, I think Alex wins. He's batshit. Yeah, yeah definitely. Week. That was phenomenal. And it was wonderful. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'll give you something to think about. We lie in bed tonight. Am I psychically connected to a hive mind supercomputer? In another dimension. Yeah, in one like, of the 12 dimensions. It's a bit like Project Jabberwocky, going back to the Mandela effect. Oh, I know Jabberwocky's a story, isn't it? it? Is, oh, yeah, 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 I remember yes. it. Yeah, it was that the computer program. Yes, AI. I remember it, that AI yeah. that predicted stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Alex wins this week, and I think uh, we should wrap this up. Yeah, uh, so I'm in Ben. I'm going to say don't drink the flavour aid. Really? Don't join a call. That's <laughs> I've been guys, uh, free Biff Tannen. I'm Mike. Peace out. <laughs> Thanks for listening. listening. <laughs> <laughs>